hard as shit, dog. That's, that's what you're going to get, buddy. <laughs> the following content has been 199 episodes in the making. Woo! That was a very white woo. Start the show. like that man if you didn't know this my my collegiate journey didn't start at tsu it actually started at u of h <laughs> all right that's go kooks let's yeah. go kooks go kooks i gave them two years of my life i didn't learn anything except how to party i was say that nigga was all up and down the towers shut up <laughs> shut up <laughs> south towers south oh. towers for life uh, north towers are actually more fun for me the weirdos are in North in North Towers. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie. The weird ones are in North Towers. I was gonna say, I think y'all had different objectives. The, the ones yeah. that didn't get enough hugs were in North Towers. We were also several years apart. I mean, oh, that's in those towers. Too. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to say what he's into, but I, I feel like I got stabbed universal. In the, I got stabbed in the South Towers. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> On Valentine's Day. <laughs> Oh, we've never we've never talked about this. In 200 episodes, we've never talked about this. How did I not catch that on Patreon? <laughs> what the fuck? Well, we'll talk about it on Patreon. <laughs> to be continued. Yeah, I, I can't really talk about it here, but yeah, I got stabbed on Valentine's Day. You know what? That actually makes me feel just a little bit better. I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> but like I, I'm starting to feel like it's every like man's rite of passage to get stabbed or no. like threatened with a sharp object. No. It, yeah, I mean. Never. I, I mean, I too have been stabbed before, but it was much younger, and the the stabbing itself was really unexpected. Niggas plus information plus alcohol <laughs> equals opinions <laughs> while black. Your black ass cheat sheet for the week in foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy Oz. I'm nobody's boy D Randall. <laughs> that person and I are wonderful friends now. It's crazy. And we have a, and we have a. Uh, a special guest. They gave me alcohol. Just in case. Well, wait. Just wait. In case you have not noticed, not it is fault. is a very is a very special occasion, y'all. It is maybe the most special occasion that has been four years, one hundred ninety nine episodes, several patreons, um, and a bunch of other things in the making. We started two so fatty early. livers. Uh, re- correct. Four destroyed kidneys. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is episode 200. Wow. We Fam, started so early. We did. And well, let's, let's, let's get it started now, sir. Let's go ahead. We have shots in front of us. Cheers. Let's just do it. All right. Bang. Hit it. Oh, boy. Bad decisions begin with shots. Fuck it. Oh, my God. That made my mouth water. Oh, that happened. Um, so, uh, woo. Mm. Uh, we have my boy Euphonic. I would, I didn't, I, I did not want to bring in a milestone without my, with, without my, my, my man, hundred grand. Um, my, my road dog for life. Uh, 
so sweet. I mean, always the highest praise. It's, it's the reason why whenever I meet people, the first thing I do is I take their phone, I go to their, uh, their, their podcast app, and I immediately subscribe them to you guys' channel. It's the, it's the very first thing I do. Excellent. That's, that's what we like to hear. Thank you. That's definitely You're doing the Lord's work. Sir. Of course, they go. They go. Why did you do that? And I said because there are two people you need to hear. This and then true. I say you're welcome. And then I drop their phone. <laughs> and that's just it. I mean, well, I mean, most and of them you usually say, have screen and protectors. And then hopefully you say, "Don't call the police." I mean, it's, I mean, I laugh. There's depending no need on to the call person. the police, I, just, okay. I chuckle. I'm they saying, look at me like I'm crazy. It's but. 2022. Depending on the person, you do have you have to have that caveat now. Well, you know. COVID taught me to just mind my business. So I feel like if we don't have that repertoire already. Probably shouldn't. There yeah. are a lot of people who will never know a side of me. That's fair, too. Going forward. I'm That's sorry fair. for that. Um, but we have my man Euphonic in the building. Yeah. Um, always a pleasure to have my man here. We were supposed to have a fourth. Uh, unfortunately, the legendary Craig Lindsay could not be here. Hey, man, you owe me an episode. <laughs> I asked about you. I'm always trying to make sure you're okay. I'm always trying to make sure someone's looking out for you. I love your Instagram posts. We need the weird energy, okay? The four horsemen need to get together. That would do this been, thing. That would have been a lot of... A, a lot of fun, man. I mean, the multiverse really would have collapsed in on it. So <laughs> right. If Craig would have shown up. All right, man. You got 100 episodes to get your shit together, Lindsay. God damn. <laughs> that minute. I don't want to pressure him. Could well, be busy. Well, that's true. Happening. That's fair. That's fair. Um, one hundred, Lindsay. How's uh, going around the room? Uh, how's uh, D. Randall? How's uh, what's your mental health like? One to ten? Uh, you know, it's up there. We good. We good. Uh, you know, nine, nine-ish, maybe. Okay. I don't know. That's, that's a number. Sounds about right. Uh, euphonic mental health one to ten. Uh, you know. Uh, I'm probably at like a six, but like that's because I'm, I'm, I'm unpacking some some interesting work with that's family, fair. and that's always that's yeah. always weird. Oh, you need to it. drink more. Uh, I do. So between the drinking and and you know what, going to Africa was like that cup is extremely far. full. Well, that cup is also a lot a lot going on now. If I can make this cup for everybody, no, no, yeah, all right, no. Well, yeah, well, absolutely let's, no. not. Let's, let's not worry about no. my cup. So between memories of Tanzania, bro, and learning to just you know, walk outside. How was okay. it? Dude. Okay. So no bullshit. There are two things that every African-American needs to try. You need to go to Africa because the sites will humble you just or humble. I, don't, I get worried about that word. However you want to say it, but it'll happen. And then you got to try LSD. Like, the, <laughs> that was I wasn't one, ready for that. One that or both, okay. preferably both, but one or both. I, you know, like going to Africa okay. really showed me why white people here feel like they have no natural predators. When you step off the plane, everyone from the person kicking cans to the person going, hello, sir, let me see your passport, to the person with the gun and the machete all look like you. And that really does give you a certain level of like, oh, yeah, yeah I, can t- I can kick my shoes off. I think I'll take my socks off and walk around and nobody will say shit. Right, there's like, a level of swag there. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. It's Plus, cool. it's beautiful. Just beautiful. Okay. Just okay. beautiful. That's how white people feel when they go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. also true. Yeah. yeah, but their feet aren't beautiful. Their feet are usually <laughs> dirty. 
Um, I've noticed that a lot in like TikToks lately, and like in like social media posts. White people are very comfortable with their feet being dirty. And you know that you know why that makes me uncomfortable because we already came off a year inside figuring out that they don't bathe. Yeah, man, I don't like that. Like them and Terry Crews, because there wasn't a lot of black people that came out saying that. But a lot of them. You know how the idea of Doctor Strange is that like Doctor Strange can see all of the all of the like the 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 other dimension like things in yeah. our world that mm-hmm. we can't. <laughs> I feel like the pandemic did that for us with white people. So yeah. now all I see around white people are germs. <laughs> oh no! All day. All I see around white people is the horrible, nasty shit they do. Um, and let me let me let me be clear. Like, by no means are we saying this is a blanketed statement for everybody. I'm saying Caucasian. It. Nah, man, because like for real, like everyone is not everyone. But it's not everyone. It's a it's lot, a lot. Man, but it's a lot. It's a lot. I notice a lot from from the couple at that fifty nine diner letting their baby lick a honey. Jar and then putting the honey jar back on the table after Excuse they pay. Me? Man, oh my god, just, just, just wow, disgusting, disgusting. They need to close 59 down. Didn't, down didn't again. even wipe it off, bro. No, bro, didn't even wipe it off. Just oh, boom, boom. See, that's that bullshit. That's because baby germs can't hurt you. Shout out, little niggas of petri dishes, exactly. Shout out to the kids are a scam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, y'all, kids are a scam. <laughs> but shout out to all of y'all out there with kids. Oh but God. them niggas are a scam, man. Doug. Shout out to the new listeners. Hold on, we ain't shouting out yet. <laughs> <laughs> kids are a scam, yeah. goddamn it. What the fuck? They're always hungry, always thirsty, always shitting, <laughs> always stink, always sick. Yo, and you get nothing in return. Have you have you watched any of Donald Glover's stand up before? Yeah, yeah. That man makes a comparison between kids and AIDS, bro. And yeah. he's like, think about it: people with kids and people with AIDS. You can only date people in that population. They're with you forever. They're costly, and they're a reminder of your decisions. I was like, God damn, kind of uh, right. After watching this week's episode of Atlanta, kind of right. Donald Glover is exactly the nigga who would make that comparison. <laughs> Yeah, have we seen? Have we all seen that episode? I, I've, I've seen it. My God! Not. First of all, Tyler Perry, you have forty-eight hours. You have forty-eight hours to respond. Uh, Tyler Perry already put the hit out. <laughs> right. But also, he didn't have that. He did. He 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 couldn't take Aaron Magruder out, so he ain't gonna take Don. Oh uh, yeah, he don't want that smoke. It's cool. Um, shout out to the new listeners. The fuck are y'all doing here, man? Hi. What are y'all doing here? Listening, y'all had 199 chances to get out, and you didn't take it. What they mean to say is thank you, thank you for being here, and thank you for being a friend. We do, I mean, yes, thank you for being a friend. Um, thank you down down the the road road and back again. (laughs) Your Um, heart is true, you're a pal (laughs) and a confidant. I did this to myself. And if you ever do a party, you invited everyone you knew. They knew a little bit more than I did. You would see the biggest gift would be for me. And the card attached would say, thank you for being a friend. 
Y'all, I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right, we got to finish this bottle. I am so sorry. I. This is all. This is all my fault. I, 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 I take personal responsibility. Um, Randall is. Oh, he poured more. Oh yeah. Okay. He's trying to kill the bottle. No, don't pour me extra, nigga. No. You guys are in for a treat. No, oh, or uh, or something. Uh, we have killed the Jameson. Salute. One more shot. Oh, That's two yours, shots. Yours is a little light. Yours is a little light. There we go. There we go. <laughs> All right, we are ten minutes in. We've done two shots. Um, shout out to the new listeners, the old listeners, the first times, the long times, the last times. Uh, shout out to everybody on SoundCloud, Google. We still doing the opening? shout out to my niggas on Spotify. Oh my god! Uh, shout out uh, anywhere, anywhere quality content is disseminated. Shout out to all my niggas on Patreon. Let's go. Um, we do have a new addition to the Patreon crew. Uh, I want to introduce uh, Miss Paris Adams. Uh, hit her with the air horns, please. Uh, thanks so much for being for being a, a part of uh, creating a better podcast. Oh yeah. Um, thanks for the money. Um, let's see. I have any more shout outs? No, I don't have any more shout outs this week. Um flowers, giving out flowers while while people are here. Um actually, I'm fuck it. We don't talk a lot of shit on this podcast, like like swag like, but I'm gonna go ahead and give flowers to us, man. Let's go! Let's go. Um flowers flowers to us. For 200 episodes of consistency, 200 episodes of um, foolishness and fuckery, 200 episodes of <clears throat> having good, clean fun without, with, with mostly misogyny free. Clean? Uh, well, I don't know about clean. Good fun. Clean? Okay, because we, we have. We de- use the word nigga way too much. That is also true. Um, shout out to um, like our earliest catchphrase was "Eat a black owned dick." That is very true. You are, you are correct. <laughs> is that on a shirt yet? Yes. yes. Okay. Available at the uh, at the page. Opinions Wild Black merch store. Uh, go to opinionswildblack.com dot Just saying, my birthday is coming up. So for those listeners who know who I am, I wear a two or a three X. Uh, I accept both because you need one to rock and one to stock. Get this man one so he can rock it at homecoming. Thank you. Thank you very much. Support black business. Support black business. And please. black penises, please. <laughs> God damn it. <sighs> um, so uh yeah, I just I wanna I want us to be able to revel in this and talk our shit. We don't talk shit much about this about this uh platform, uh mostly because D Randall's trying to keep a job. But <laughs> we have done it's funny because it's true. <laughs> we we have dedicated um 200 episodes to consistency to community um we crack jokes and we talk our shit we have not dived into the misogyny bag like a lot of you niggas and if you think I'm talking about you yes I am absolutely talking about you um we dedicated ourselves to a 
to kind of a, a, a genuine idea of what we think is us, mm-hmm. and we are stuck to it. I have seen niggas. We'll you find we'll talk about it off air, but I have seen niggas who swore that they were taking the high road podcasting wise and have dipped all into the least common denominator. I hate that shit. And I hate and I hate that shit where niggas will bring niggas will bring a girl on specifically to argue with her about girl shit. What the fuck, bro? And and not even that. Like I, now I'm seeing. Shout out to the content creators. Shout out to the niggas who who set up a who set up a fucking camera and a podcast mic and just talk to themselves. Yeah. Have you seen that shit? I mean, sometimes it's like that. That is almost scamming to me. I mean, they just have you seen this lately? And you can tell when they're doing it. They'll just like it's a lot of it's a lot of TikTokers doing it. They'll just set up a podcast mic and set up a camera, and then they'll just look off into the distance like they're being interviewed, but they are clearly talking to no one. Is and the I just I, is the idea to provide the illusion of an interview? They they want to say the bullshit that they want to say, but they want to pretend that they were prompted. To say the bullshit, they want they want to pretend that oh I just happen to be saying this on a podcast oh I just happen to be having a conversation in my house in the nicest part of my house in the den where I strategically set up my GoPro and I'm clearly talking to a corner of the fucking wall. I mean, I feel like we were unpacking this the last like grouper trip that we took grouper trip group retreat that we were on. Like, how social media, the concept, the notion of, like, social media and the metaverse and right. this this space that's real but that's not real has really empowered people who otherwise would not say things to say things. And not even just anything, but, like, the most extreme, dumbfounded thing. Like oh, people, a, a things of, that people would get punched in the face for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a, a lot of voices that I just know I otherwise would not have heard in the 80s and 90s. And it's not like I want to silence anybody, but... I, oh, I'm gonna I, give you one off air. I'm gonna tell you one off air. I, I just, I don't know, man. I feel like, to an extent, not not bullying because I was bullied, but like the the woes and the trials of early elementary in the '80s yeah. and '90s really weeded out a lot of that behavior. I thought. I feel like social media has given a platform to those people. To just, we had a fear of being punched in the face. Is that what it is? Yeah, we had a fear of being yeah. punched in the face. Now no one knows. It'll be a dislike is the punch. Correct. It, yeah. No, it, or or even that they can take that. See, because there's no log because there, there's no log in social contempt, and you've already and and it, depending on what your worldview is, you've already demonstrated that you're not above taking a little social con, con, social contempt on the net. <laughs> so social contempt is it's almost it's almost a reward. Ugh. That's like that because someone out there agrees with you, and and you're galvanizing them. Yep, Kevin Samuels. This is exactly Kevin Samuels. Nobody gave a fuck when Kevin Samuels was just being um, condescending and douchebaggy to men. Nobody said anything. So he adjusted his audience a little bit. He. He looked at the algorithms because I refuse to believe that he was that that he was stupid enough not to. Um, and he said, "What is hot right now? Disrespecting women." 
So I will go ten toes down with my whole tiny bird chest and disrespect as many women as humanly possible. And he created an empire out of it. And not only did he create an empire out of it, he, uh, much like the nigga in Batman Begins, started a whole level of shit. He blew up Arkham and let all and let all the all the wackadoos out. And now everybody has a little supervillain <laughs> platform. <laughs> Everybody's the fucking scarecrow. Oh. And I'm happy that we have not dived into that. That we had, and and I'm so happy that we had the foresight and honestly the self-respect to not dive into that pool. I mean, except only to tell those people to go fuck themselves. I mean, to that to that extent, that's why I really appreciate this podcast. Like, there's there's so much more going on in the world <laughs> aside from politics. Like, there's more going on in the world than us. There's more going on in the world than satisfying our own need. Like, no bullshit. Like, California really spent a third of last year on fire, and nobody said and nobody said shit. And, no. and we still can't have it on. Like, I mean. Global warming is starting to encroach upon that nigger category where we can't have this honest conversation about race. We can't have this honest conversation about global warming either. And what I'm afraid is that we're going to, everyone's going to be in their, their own little vacuums so much that we're going to push ourselves that we can't have honest conversations about mm-hmm. anything. And that, that's a weird, I don't want to be, I don't want to be around when that happens, I, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Well, that's, that's where we are. That's going to feel real Mad Max Fury Road to me. Oh, I agree with that. And... Um, you know, until we get tired of this shit or we find something better to do. I'm happy that we've been here these four years. And so I just want to give us a pat on the back. So let's go. Hit us with the fucking air horn. <laughs> um, want to go into human zinc shit. That was the wrong laugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> God damn. Human zinc shit this week. I want to try to keep it short and sweet as possible, but I've seen something recently that kind of upsets me per- upsets me personally. And I feel like as a community and as a culture, we're just better than this. It's not a new ideology, but I've seen this meme going around that says, you know, you should not, if you if you're broke, you shouldn't be looking for love. Or if you're broke, or if you're whatever you should not be dating and or looking for love and there's a lot of hand claps about it and y'all should kind of be ashamed of yourselves here's the reason no matter now is there always room for people to work on themselves absolutely is there always room for people to improve is there always room for people to fix their situation or try, if that's what they want out of life, to change their station in life. 100%. Absolutely. Will not argue that point. I want to be very clear when I say this. Everyone, with the exception of probably R. Kelly, (laughs) everyone is deserving of love. Everybody even the nigga, and this is, I always pivot to this point where 
yes, it's okay to have standards, but the how you treat the people that don't meet your personal standards matters, and that's called character. Everyone does, is deserving of love. Everybody that doesn't make as much money as you deserves love. Everybody that doesn't that, that doesn't fall into the class or tax bracket doesn't dress like you like you want them to dress or whatever is deserving of love. And I hate that we've created a, a, a society, a situation where people deserving of the most basic hu- human elements that make us a sentient society above animals is based on and rooted around capitalism. Everyone's deserving of love. Everybody. Even, yes, people you don't fucking like. Maybe not doesn't deserve love from you. And that's your personal decision to make. Everyone's deserving of love. I'm a little insulted by that last comment because I personally always hope those people find love. I just hope that love is with the rock. <laughs> I mean, and, and granted, there are levels of love. Do I think Kanye deserves love? Yes, I think he deserves the love of a bottle of Lexapro. But and a couch. Love nonetheless. It won't be from me and probably won't be from any black woman ever again. Kanye needs thick blanket couch time. We'll get to count. We'll get to Kanye. I was just making a little light. (laughs) (laughs) So sick of that nigga, y'all. I was hoping we don't. Randall's always been sick of Kanye. Ben. Um, B-I-N. He doesn't have the same relationship with a lot of my generation. Well, not my generation, but people no, slightly younger than I was, him. I mean, I was there. I just, I just, I just knew that nigga. I always knew that nigga ain't shit. No, I'm sorry. Like I, I knew when we lost Kanye. <laughs> I was. I we'll was, get I to it. We'll get to it, guys. Oh, sorry, but if, if you're broke, be aware that your your options for for. The, the, the type of relationship that you want might be limited. Let me tell you something. No, no. Your options for finding a human being leaving the house are limited. Yes. Ma'am, inflation is a bitch. It's a, it's a $100 cover charge just to leave the house. Just get out the house. Yeah. That's why I, I, I manage my trips to Target very carefully. Strategically. Yes, yesterday, yesterday, achievement unlocked. I walked into Target. I got exactly what I needed and not a thing more and walked out of Target. You know what I think getting older is? It, it's a testament of how wasteful you were when you were younger. Yes. Like, yeah. Like, seriously. You're correct. Like, seriously. I, Remember when we used to just walk around Walmart? Man, just, 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 just spending all of that, that government money. Like, oh, man, yeah. Ha-ha. I don't need this. Now I go in Walmart and all I see is shit I need. Should have invested in Chipotle. And trying not to walk out of it. <laughs> I remember so when it was $33, man. Yeah. No, you correct. Fuck my whole life up. You so stupid. Um, so yeah, y'all. I just I just want people's idea of other people and how we evaluate other people and how we evaluate <clears throat> ideas of love in our life. 
to stop being so rooted around capitalism. Everybody's deserving on one level or another. It may not be from you, but from somebody. Do you think maybe what the silly person was arguing was that since we're not good at multitasking, if you're broken, maybe take a little time to mend your pieces or no? I'm trying, all, I'm trying to be a better. I'm trying maybe, to be better at devil's advocacy. Where it's just like, maybe what is this other person trying to say? That's entirely possible, but we're all broken. Okay, hey, true, true. We are all broken. True. I tell I tell all young people that adults are just broken children. Everybody's broken, and you don't realize how broken you are until you until you get into that position. That's why it's so crazy to be an adult looking at not you per se, but looking at other people being teachers. Oh no, like dude, I so like fun thing I like to tell young people is there's gonna come a time where you'll get to an age where you'll have to make a decision that you remember watching your parents make and that that dichotomy that in of itself will show you the type of person you're gonna be. Mm. Like you learn oh, this is I always wondered why drinking two Capri Sun made my dad sweat a little bit. Now that I have to pay for gas in this economy, I kind of understand why my dad would always get a little agitated when I drank two Capri Sun in a day. You know, I, I, I don't know. Like, I tell them, oh, be cognizant of that. Like, you're like all the people that I know now that are teachers and parents. They're weird people. Fam. Weird no people. teacher that I came up with, that I came up being taught by, would have shown up at blank on my birthday Looking like blank. Did you did you process yeah, yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. it's it's a lot. And perspective. That's what it is. It's perspective. I mean Yeah. Yeah. All the teachers that that I thought were that I thought were ridiculous mean bitches were ridiculous mean bitches for a reason. Actually, you know, and this is how I know how immature I still am. But like in this day and age, I think about like what what secret lives did I miss from those teachers that were like just so cruel and mean. Like Euphoria has taught me enough that that's probably the teacher that was out there like hooking on Blodgett, and I didn't know about it. Yeah, like and that's why she was mad. See, like, I stopped asking that question. The reason I stopped asking that really? question here's the reason. Okay, because I got a taste of it in 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 in, in sixth grade. My math teacher, Mr. Jackson, by the end of the semester, got caught up. And we thought he was just we thought he was just a mean nigga with a with a jerry curl. He got caught up fucking half the half the volleyball team. Oh no. This is in middle school. No. Yeah. Wow. He was fucking the volleyball. He was fucking the volleyball team. Well, no, I no, we and we have to reframe that and we have to stop putting it that way. He was statutory raping the volleyball team in middle school. Seventh and eighth graders. I don't like the way that sounds. He's probably still in prison. You're not supposed to. I don't. He's still in prison. I bet you. Drop that soap. Yeah, I said his name, Eugene Jackson. Drop that soap. Consecutively, numerous times. Numerous times. I, I swear I hope he's somewhere... On a, on dialysis and a registered sex offenders list. Damn. Mm. Fuck him. Mm. Oh man. 
and and they got and they and they very quickly got some uh, cute white lady at straight out of college to replace him. That's a pungent jail cell. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, so yeah, uh, but so maybe him and R. Kelly don't deserve love. Everybody else does. Um, song of the week. Theoretically, getting it. <laughs> um, I didn't have a song of the week planned, and I think I can get away with this one without it getting taken down. Somebody actually sent this to us. Um, this is for uh, this was a uh, request suggestion from Ryan Gabriel, uh, one of our favorite listeners, the Family Gabriels. Um, this is Alex Molly with Fighting Words. Uh, Nope, nope, stop it. Um, pour yourself something, get comfortable, it is going to be a batshit crazy episode. And we'll be back with more opinions no, while black. Yeah, it's <sighs> pretty good. <sighs> and we'll be back with more opinions <sighs> while black. Let's go. It is. Well, you like two hours to real. Alex, that was um, I don't even remember the name of the song now from Alex Molly. Um, uh, that was Fighting Words from Alex Molly. God damn it. Fighting Words indeed. <laughs> oh boy. Um, we so you got um, that right. 
Birds got oh. for those windmills, man. Oh, man. It is always a pleasure to have <laughs> Euphonic in the God building. Is it? There's a there's a, well and there's another reason Euphonic is in the building. As many of you who listen to the podcast know, Randall is going to be taking a break uh, from uh, co-hosting with your boy because uh, he is on to bigger and better things. It's just a small break. We're not breaking up. There's been no beef. We've been talking about this for months. Um, he is going to film some 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 stuff, a, a project for Radio Galaxy, who has a new album coming out in twenty twenty three. I got a church announcement later. Oh, bet okay, okay, yeah. And so, as while he's away, one of our guest hosts is going to be Euphonic. Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> I'm going to have me. I'm going to be rotating guest hosts. Um, until Randall gets back, got y'all on the rotation. Euphonic is the first person I called. Uh, high praise, high praise. Uh-oh. So, um, you know, just getting him acclimated. Um, I don't think y'all gonna be drinking water for a while. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh, you didn't know that we've been hydrating quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, nah. I had an idea about your first episode, but okay. I'm here. We'll for talk it. about it off air. I'm here for it. That glass is brown, but that there's a few different types. That of glass is almost there, black, nigga. Um, on to the rundown. Um, I had to switch up what was in the glass when I figured out it was episode two hundred. I bet you did. Um, it was so had to catch up here on the rundown. We have uh, there's no RIP section this week. Thank God. Thank sweet, you. sweet. But I did want to. Sp- I did want to send um, a special. Some special well wishes. Me and Randall get on this podcast, and we crack a lot of jokes. Um, but when it comes to act, uh, unless you're just a real piece of shit, we don't want anything bad to happen to anybody. And with that in mind, um, I did see on the social medias where Ray J was having some suicidal thoughts. And he took it down recently, but... He was definitely, he was on his live, I think, and said, you know, if it wasn't for my kids, he had a view of the city. And he was like, if it wasn't for my kids, I'd jump right now. And really, supposedly his, yeah, and supposedly his family has come to his, come to his aid and his attention. And uh, he he took it down since. Um, But as many jokes as we cracked, and despite all of Ray J's antics, um, whether it be on camera, off camera, wherever it is, um, you know, I don't want to see nothing happen to that man. I feel like culturally, as much shit as we talk about him, if something happened to him, uh, you niggas would be upset. Yeah, it would be unfortunate. So, uh, just want to send that man some well wishes. Um, as y'all know, suicide is a very um, prominent issue in my life. Um, and so I did want to send some well wishes and... Um, just tell that man whatever is going on. There are people in your life that want you there, that need you there. You have kids. Yep. Hang in there, bro. Please, hang in there. I, No matter what we think of the shit he does, the world would be less without you, bro. Hang in there. I mean, I really hope we continue this trend of normalizing uh, mental health in the black community, too, like, I hope so, but the repre- but not all of the representatives are making it easy. Well, I mean, 
six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. Like, yeah. Keep in mind, we're talking about people that have money far greater than ours, and they're still not happy. This is true. So you're correct. One, check on your friends. No matter how always check on your friends or funny or quiet they are, especially those three types of friends. You got strong check, friends. Check on friends, your friends. Funny friends. Check on them. No matter then, what anybody says, shut up, Bevin. Two, man, if someone's telling you they're talking to someone about something, encourage them to keep talking. Encourage them to get it all out so they can be them best selves. Like, just talk to someone, man. Please do, man. Please reach out to talk somebody, to anybody. Do not, do not be silent about your pain. Please don't be silent about your pain. Um, Not me. I have bad advice. But someone. <laughs> someone that gets paid to do that. Seriously. Um, in, lighter, in, in lighter, more upbeat, happy news. Um, what is it? Kentucky? Kentucky Adri- Attorney General. Daniel Cameron has resigned. Oh, the diagonal lineup. Yeah. <laughs> The worst lineup on the planet. He's the attorney general who fucked over uh, Breonna Taylor. Okay, okay. Um, Did we catch him eating baby seals? Or, or no, nah, so what happened with that situation is, those didn't those cops, like, didn't it turn out those cops? They did it. Rewrote that report or yeah, some shit. All, all that shit was all that shit was fabricated. Yeah, they fabricated pretty much everything that happened in, in their report as far as um, that raid that led oh. up to that. They lied about all that shit. Basically, everything that everyone said that they did, they did. They, they absolutely did. did. And Daniel Cameron was ten toes down trying to let them make it. Yeah, him and his hand-drawn edge up. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. He got that He got that OG Black Ranger yeah. edge up. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, man. He got that. He, he has that never been with a black woman edge up. They tried his shit with scissors. Yes, yeah, like, real talk. Real t- he has never seen the straight razor, ever. I mean, the best Bond villains do have, like, drawn-on characteristics. Yeah, but they be, like, 70, like Jonathan Price. Like, they don't be, like, they don't be 30, <laughs> my nigga. He's like y'all's age. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's true, bro. And, and so, yeah, he's getting the fuck out of Dodge. I am pretty sure it is because the party... It, he he felt like he felt emboldened because he had to because the party had his back, and I think he was trying to run for something else. He forgot he was black. And he he did he did, he and that it. and the party reminded him very yeah. politely, and they and they probably it was it was like an episode of Yellowstone. They but brought in black. the person that's going to run for him. Yeah, he so he resigned. He walked away from all that shit. I believe yes. so. Yes. yes. Because if he so. didn't, he was gonna. Because if he didn't walk away, he was gonna blow it. They're having a really rough go this year. But it doesn't matter. It's not getting the type of traction it should get, and yeah. that concerns me. Because the Democrats are bitch made. Like, have we seen? Have you guys followed any of the campaign ads for the Midwest uh, Senate seats? Some of them are like no. Tiger King crazy. Word? Oh my god! Like, I, I, I almost want you to like take a break. So that I mean, it's not surprising. I just YouTube I, a couple of these. Like, I've never seen so many shotguns in ads or like Walker Texas Ranger style. Ads well, you in have my to life. Well, you have to understand if there were ever a time to walk out to to try to to try to test fly your batshit crazy people, it's right now. Because what are the Democrats going to do about it? Nothing. I feel like one of them could get away with doing a bump of cocaine while they do a speech. Well, and we won't say anything. It, it's an old playbook where you don't really have a platform to run on. You just talk. You just scare white people into thinking that someone is coming to take something from them. 
Jobs, money, guns. Isn't that how Hydra won? There was actually, there was actually a, a debate recently um, with two candidates. I forgot which state they were from. And one of them was like, because a lot of people are also trying to distance themselves from Trump at the same time. There was one guy that heavily ran like an anti, on an anti-abortion platform. And because most of the constituents, wherever he is, I wish... We're listening. Most of his constituents have been like, well, actually, no, we we fuck with abortion. He now has gone firmly on the, well, Biden's coming to take your guns and look at this record inflation that Biden caused. Um, So, yeah, he's going to take your guns and make you poor. Right. Yeah, that shit. And the other candidate was like, hey, man, just like a couple weeks ago, you were on this abortion shit. So so what's up? Well, I'm coming to talk about the issues that are evolving now. You know, he, he just completely stepped over it and, and didn't acknowledge it at all. These people are ridiculous. I don't even know if ridiculous is the word, man. It's I, all intentional. It, it, I'm coming to that conclusion. I'm coming to that conclusion that everybody right now is in the, with politics and everything outside being so uncertain, especially with we, we may get at least a run from Trump before they lock his ass up. Oh, yeah. And so everybody's uncertain right now, and everybody's in the business of trying to keep their job and not trying to do their job. Wasn't the second impeachment like an official impeachment? Yeah. I thought two impeachments and you can't run again. I, I, don't, I don't think there's anything that's specific. I don't know. No, I don't think that's don't, a specific I also don't know the rules. Was, was, well that, was that just them hoping it's also that the, the public opinion would, would, would? It's also unprecedented. Is that why they they yeah. said that? Oh my god! Yeah. It's unprecedented, um, which just tells you the state of things. But all that to say, at least Daniel Cameron is getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> and hopefully taking his ass uh, to a black barber. No, they ain't gonna uh, fuck with him. It is well. It's Kentucky, They'll right? Fuck yeah. his edge yeah. up, up on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> They'll Stephen A. His shit. Oh, they gonna upcharge his ass for sure. What was that? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, for sure. Um, these celebrity divorces, bro. Look, uh, which ones are they? I would say nobody's happy right now. Again, like COVID. Miguel's getting a divorce. Let's see. Who is it? who is it now? Wait, Miguel's getting a divorce. The man that, that gave a woman a concussion off of a stage. <laughs> Someone said I do to him. That was a nice Hulk Hogan leg. Drop I'm just saying, like, well, no, we should have known. Then he'll drop the ball. Well, no, him and his. Well, so I think this is their second time around. Um, and they looked. I mean, they and they had the they had the image of happy and love. Amen. We're second time around singing that song. That's how you know it's and, not real. And he. We don't know what happened, but he had to get the fuck out of there. Hey, man, you know what I'm learning, especially with social media? The happiest couples are the ones that don't mind you seeing where they like, hey, what was that? I told you I didn't want to eat pizza today. We're always eating pizza. I don't want pizza anymore. What is with women and pizza? Like, like the, <laughs> those, those honest ones are actually kind of the ones where they're like, oh, no, we're okay. Tia? Tia? The, Tia Mowry? The, hey. uh, the, the sister, sister twin we like? Um, her like, and Corey, her, her and Corey are breaking up. Like Brandy and her baby daddy. 
The only reason they broke up is because she found out he was that stupid. The only reason they broke up is because that was a fake marriage. That was, was a, that was some fake shit. If he wasn't a beard or that dumb, like that, that nigga was stupid. That would have gone the distance. That nigga was no. That nigga was stupid. That nigga was stupid. Stupid. So the baby's in there. Brandy's. I don't. I don't know any. I mean, so I know, I know cele- who Brandy is, but I don't know any of these marriages. You get to celebrate Mother's Day. The too? only reason. The only reason we're talking about this one is because it made like. Made no the, sense. Well, yeah. no, because what happened was she got pregnant. And then he popped And up. then the family twisted his arm into marrying that girl, and they made a reality TV show out of it. Terrible. Okay. And it turned. That happens to everybody. And it was, well, this was long time. This, was, yeah. this wasn't normal back then. You're talking about terrible. Brandy? You yeah. Said Brandy Norwood. This is yeah. before, before reality TV was as normalized yeah. as it is uh, now. They were still, like, rolling out full moon. Gotcha. And so... They and so it was supposed to be a cute little thing about the time leading up to her having her baby. That man stared at her pregnant stomach. That nigga is stupid. And said, "There's a baby in there, right?" No, that nigga said, "So it's you, so it's Mother's Day. You get to celebrate Mother's but Day, you, too? but you haven't had the baby yet, so I don't have to get you nothing, right?" That's a fair question. <laughs> <laughs> Not when she's in like trimester two and the hormones are hey, on ten. You know, like when you can feel a foot, bro. Like you might as the, well wrap that up. Put it this way: the midwife came over to talk to them about about them going through the process because they wanted to have like a natural birth or some shit, which I, I don't think they had. And mm-hmm. when they were supposed, to, when she was supposed to be talking to the both of them, this nigga went outside and was right racing his quad racer up and down the street. I mean. <laughs> right. What, 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 what else was he going to do during that time? And then it turned out years later that we found out that a lot of that was fabricated and that the family kind of, because they wanted to keep her good girl image, kind of twisted no. his, kind of, Sonya kind of twisted his arm. And, no. Yeah. So we. What? Because <laughs> nobody realized Sonya was the stage mom that she's always been. Gasp. Um, so that happened. But yeah. So who I, else? Who else is breaking up? I feel like most people who live. Their relationships out that visibly are being performative more than anything. Like, nigga, y'all ain't that happy all the fucking right. time. Oh, like, wait. So I wasn't here. With that said, do you believe the Will Smith slap? Was that real or was that responsive? Oh, man, we're going back to that. It was uh, both. I, I, at this point, I feel, I feel like it was both. It was both. I, I feel like it wasn't. It wasn't just about the moment, and that it was about a lot of things, the cumulative effect, right, of all that leading up to the moment. Because if you believe it, they. Because if you believe it, didn't they say Chris Rock had been told once before yeah, to stop he, talking about her? He had been told once before, but but even outside of that, the thing about about Will, Will Will has always carefully guarded. The version of himself that he presents to people, right? He, he's very guarded about that. He wants to be a people pleaser. Whereas on the flip side of that, Jada is. I'm just going to bear everything for the sake of, for lack of a better term, attention, right? Um, for content, you know, I'm going to bear everything because this is my platform. Mm-hmm. So, her approach to that shit and, and his approach are quite different. But he has to eat everything, and a lot of it that he has to eat if we're being honest, it's because of her and, and the visibility that she brings into the family, especially with that August Alcina shit. So if you fast forward, all that shit that builds up, 
And remember, you, Will Smith very carefully um, curates his image. So now you're sitting in front of another guy who has a global platform who's cracking jokes on your wife. And on the one hand, you know, you're like, okay, this is, this is what it is. But then you look over at your wife, and the wife is not amused by that shit. And now you, you, you kind of click like, okay, this nigga is clowning me, clowning us. You, you got to go live on a global platform. And, and he just was like, fuck it. And I'm <laughs> in the moment. Got to go light them up. I'm just. Yeah, what's I mean, Philadelphia born and raised. <laughs> I'm just projecting, but I, I feel like a, I feel like a lot of that. I mean, the slap, the slap itself was real. It, right. The reason behind it, I think, is probably complicated, and yeah. I think, but at the same time, it's probably very simple. It probably just amounted to he had a nigga moment, and that's what he felt in that very moment. Okay. I agree. Think I about agree. think about every time that you've restrained yourself from saying something or doing something that you wanted to do. But then you take away that extra second or two that you had to, <laughs> to restrain yourself because Sorry. you're not Will Smith. Yeah, Correct. Nah. Not yeah. now. I can. I'm not. Yeah. I, I'm not trying to put him on blast. There are some times when this is not applied to him. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell the moment at all. But yeah, I de- there was definitely a moment when, yeah, it it could have gone bad. Because I know for me, like verbally, there are times. Retro- now, and let me just say, in his defense. Mm-hmm. In retrospect, now I kind of wish it had gone bad because fuck that nigga. But I mean, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't appreciate any of that shit that happened afterwards. So I, I ask like that because, like you guys do on the show so often, like I find myself reflecting on just like some of my own lore. Sure. And and as we as we were saying before we even began began the episode, like there's this careful line of not believing your own legend mm-hmm. that you need to have a healthy existence in life. Correct. But some of that stuff you should actually. Look back on pinpoint and unpack. And Correct. Yeah, I've definitely had a couple moments where it's like, ah oh, man, like okay, that could have gone badly. A sword Un- under the influence. Yes. In public. Yeah. Okay. Like I have a that's friend. A I have a friend that's like a he okay. works in Pas- he's Pasadena PD, and the first time he heard that story, he was like, dude, I, I would have hated to have to take you to jail. Pas- and and okay. he would have. I can tell you from my previous vocation, when Pasadena was, PD, wild. He's like, I wouldn't even say anything to you, dog. You'd have got your Miranda rights while we were throwing you in the back seat, dude. They don't give a fuck. I was like, okay, like some stuff, like some stuff, we just get lucky on, and it's and, unfortunate to be unlucky, right? While you're under the public eye like that, yeah, I agree. Like that. Um, I will say one thing I did want to say about these celebrity divorces is that I, is that I feel like people are taking the wrong things. From them, like so, you didn't. I don't know. I don't know if you were keeping up when the twin that we like and old boy. I saw a clip where they were talking and he talked over her. But I also <laughs> that's an old clip. Yeah, that like yeah, that's the, the people dug for that. That's I, I and that and that's part of the out of context that I think people take into these situations because the next assumption was that he was cheating. Because he said, because he said he made an Instagram post that really didn't have shit to do with shit, out of context, and everybody was like, "Oh, that's what a nigga says when they cheating," and people just wanted to assume that because he has always been assumed as the person making the least money in that situation because she, the famous story of her meeting him at the bus stop, um, and him being him being broke until he got on in his acting career or whatever, but. 
I think people take the wrong lessons from this. The main lesson to take is that famous people are just as fucked up as we are. If not more. Usually more. Famous people are just as fucked up as we are. I thought COVID taught us that. No. How many of them did we lose? When are you going to realize that COVID did not teach us anything? Well, COVID taught us things. We didn't learn them. No, 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 no. All the separations that have come out of COVID, all the divorces that have come out of COVID, all all the people that aren't here breathing with us that have come out of COVID. Like, I I thought we internalized just a social that. Who... Not, who is the the the, um, the guy that works for um, Home and Garden or Travel or whatever would go around the world? Just the nicest dude, trying everybody's food. Anthony Bourdain. And how fucking shocked the world was, and the man killed himself. Just just want, so so happy, so fucking sad. Like I thought we all learned to just take a step back and and kind of see how how we're internalizing. Some no, of this. I, and I've no? said this many times on this podcast that. I thought we were learning all the lessons during the pandemic only for us to get a year out of the pandemic and going back to the same old shit. I thought that the pandemic was teaching us that capitalism, that is not our friend, that these jobs are not our friend, that all of this shit financially is a house of cards that can fall on us at any time. When I I tell you... We got ten seconds out of the pandemic, and everybody was back to was back to two hundred dollar brunches and ruining Tulum. Here's, so, like, this is the only reason why I keep bringing this up, man. But like, ruining imagine, Tulum. I don't. I don't know if Houstonians remember, but our hurricane seasons are notoriously worse yeah. near the end, right? Yeah. So we're we're encroaching upon the end. They've been letting us make it so far. After a couple of years of some really, really hot territory. They always just turn left and hit New Orleans. I don't think we can handle another just... Another scare? Not even scare, but like a, a scare would be inconvenient. I don't think yeah. we can handle another Harvey or another no. Rita. or another, No. Yeah, not can. even another Ike. We can. Not right now, man. We F- we need FEMA, something that we FEMA need something alone couldn't handle the pressure. We need something to scare these people in the building that whatever that fucking wall is, or doing something. What wall are we talking about? You ever heard? Of, you ever heard about the that shit they keep talking about the Ike Wall? They've been talking about this for like ten years. What is the wall supposed to do? I have no idea, but it would be something. Except look, except keep the, except keep the water contained <laughs> in it. <laughs> look. They have been taught well, it, and it's not necessarily specifically the wall, but the whole build the wall thing is just geared towards people feeling like we in Houston and on the coast don't do enough in terms of preparing for this shit. Well, we don't. And we don't. Here's the thing. Uh, a hurricane is going to do what a hurricane does. Like, all the preparation in the world doesn't mean shit. You either ready for it or you're not ready for it. Right. What we could do is we could really take a serious look at climate change, and also that, and, and see what you know what we do to contribute to the Gulf heating up every year, and and make it the potential for these storms even stronger. Um, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, we gonna get hit with it. I did want to. I did want to highlight a couple of these things I had here. Um. Oh, I can play well. While while we're transitioning, there is something I wanted y'all to hear. Uh, I'll, I'll 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 give you the 
the the basic rundown of it. Um, Randall, I believe you've already heard it. I just wanted to play mm. it. I just wanted to play it for everybody um, listening at home. But um, I did want to say, but in, in terms of these divorces, I did want to say that I think the main thing to take from this is that these niggas are just as miserable mm-hmm. as everybody else. Nobody's happy. <laughs> and I, I feel that way. Nobody's fucking happy. And the astrology people want you to believe. They're like, oh, oh God, no one made it out of Mercury retrograde. Oh, Mercury retrograde destroyed everyone's marriage. You know, happiness is also a choice. <laughs> I'm, dead, I'm dead serious. Like happiness, happiness is a choice. Much like anger you is mean, a choice. You mean space doesn't determine our personalities and our marriages? The hell you say? No, the the, the positioning of planets? No, hell no. But I mean, <laughs> the hell you say? You know, ha- happiness. Happiness is one of those things that people people choose. You choose to be happy. You choose to be unhappy. And I don't think that. Yes, you know there are, are high profile divorces that happen but also this is no different than than any other year or any other time like people are look unpopular opinion almost all marriages are destined to fail or have the potential for failure oh they're about to come get you who they're about to come get you okay because you know on this podcast you have basically been the representative of the other side of that right okay I mean, you know, we can have some we can have some off some off mic talks about it. But I, oh, I know, I know. I'm just you have to tell me. Yeah, but I, I'm, I mean, I'm, I mean them, right? Others. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. They. I mean. Oh they, yeah, they're gonna come get you, bro. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm more than happy to have that talk. So, there's something I wanted to play for y'all. Thank you for keeping me from going down a rabbit hole because I was about Correct. to do that. Thank Correct. you. That's why I'm here for, man. Yeah. Um, I there's something I wanted to play for y'all. Um, Some of y'all are falsely choosing to be happy. Let's go. <laughs> oh, shit. There's something I wanted to play for y'all without comment. Kids are a scam. <laughs> That's why I blame first impressions. Um, so you can't trust those. Real quick. Never trust them. Real quick, just going to play this for everybody without commentary, <laughs> and then we will have commentary. <laughs> I don't trust anybody until they fart. Don't bullshit, me. Tell me no to shut up, but I'll say a shut up. I don't bullshit. No bullshit. I don't bullshit. Okay. Oh, oh, this shit. Do you, okay. Stephen A., eat ass? Oh, shit. No. You don't eat ass. That's an honest answer. I don't no? have. No. That's, a, that's a God's eaten? honest answer. Never. I don't never. have to. Have you gotten your ass eaten? Never. That's private. Oh, <laughs> yes! That's yes! A yes! It's a yes! That's private. That's private. And nothing else to say. And nothing else to say. And nothing else to say. Okay. So. Have we gotten there? Real. So. That was some kind of podcast featuring some woman that looks like John Legend's wife but isn't. And Jake Paul. Asking Stephen A. Smith, the sports journalist, if he eats ass, and he entertained the question like serious journalism. So, 
And when asked if he had ever had his ass eaten, his response is that's private. Which is true. Why are we there? Having said that, having said that, I think it's time for us to culturally have a little talk. Culture, everyone, please get in the huddle. So, the first, the first reaction I had upon hearing this, I asked myself, would the late, great Stuart Scott have ever been in a position on any platform whatsoever to be asked or to engage about whether or not his bussy got eaten? His bussy got eaten. And the answer was no. Bob Costas? No. Bomani Jones? No. Uh, shout out to Bomani Jones. Uh, Game Theory Season 2 is in the works. So we, we, we enjoyed that show, so salute to him. Um, back to the story. Stephen A. Smith not only entertained it but allowed himself to be put in a position and a platform where that question could be asked to him and it brought me to a conclusion why didn't they ask Jason Whitlock that (laughs) (laughs) shit I did anything (laughs) y'all realize Shannon Sharp has said, I'll be going off that yak and has put a bottle of yak on his desk yeah. on national TV. Among other things. And yeah. has still never been asked that question. No. Well, what? The, well, the difference is um, he could slide a nigga. Um, and so. Ben Reigns has done holiday hard, so nobody's asked <laughs> <him> that question. <laughs> and so my con- the conclusion I've come to is what? that. It's time for us to have a real conversation about how culturally it's time to stop engaging Stephen A. Smith. And we talk a lot about people who need to shut the fuck up. And every now and then there are people who fall into a category where we don't where they don't need to shut the fuck up. We just need to shut the fuck up talking to them. Stephen A. Smith considered a question about getting his ass eaten. He knew what he was doing when he went on that show. That's the problem. That's the problem is that he has allowed himself to become the lowest common denominator. And it wouldn't be such an issue if he didn't have such a cultural marker within the culture. It's the only reason we're discussing this now. And it, it, because he's only gotten worse. And, and let's be real. We talked about this a little bit on Patreon. Is that you notice anytime you pass by ESPN, nobody, at, nobody else is making themselves the face of terrible shit like this. People that have previously been the face of terrible shit. Not Skip. Not Mad Dog. Even J.J. makes sense now. 
I mean, his clouds. I mean, not Kendrick Perkins, but nobody really was listening to Kendrick Perkins anyway. His clouds had Alzheimer's for a while now. I just, I, I, I just want to know why? Why do we care about him doing that? Why, why do we care about anybody doing that? Why do, why the do reason, we, the why do we care I'm, about that information? Which is why... Who, who which cares is, which is what's why. happening there? Like, the reason, I, no, no, the no, reason no, I'm no, bringing no, that up... No, 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 no. I, wa- I want people oh to... God, let's just do what the video meant to do. I want you to close your eyes. <laughs> and you think about his mouth around a taint. It's not pretty. You don't like it. You don't like the fact that I'm taking the time to make you think about it, do you? So why the fuck did we ask that question? Because that's the thought that's swimming around in my brain now. Well, look and at who's, no, on, no, that. Well, no, look no, who's no, on that panel. No, 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 imagine some pale, white, porcelain, blonde young lady putting her tongue <laughs> around his butt. That's not pleasant either. Why did we do that to ourselves? Fuck. Oh, you say why did they paint the picture in why? the first place? I'll, yes. I'll, I'll be honest. I didn't envision that at all. Really? I would say. I kept it moving. Okay, also, I listened to words. I That's kept what the word said. I, I saw Stephen Head's forehead reflecting in the, in the, you know, with the tungsten lights. And I was just like, I, I don't give a fuck. And, and, and then he, he knew where he was going. Why is, why is Stephen A. Smith having a conversation with Jake Paul? Exactly. That's, a, that's the other thing. Exactly. And, and that just is part of what tells you how far he has fallen. No other serious sports journalist has tried to have a real conversation with Jake Paul. Not my nigga from Real Sports. Not Bob Costas. He's trying to get his profile up. That's it. Why is and Stephen A. Smith offers himself to this white man to be the lowest common denominator? Better ways to do it though. Or you could not do it at all. Stuart Scott didn't go out for this. Just be good I, at your job. I would, I would rather and he's he did. Not, I would say. Would rather he did me time with Kevin Hart or something. Like, like go sit in a cold bath and, and, and talk about he's old not, stories. He's not, he's not popping enough for that. I, That's I, true. I, whatever. That's man. true. And, I just, and I, I'm just saying it's time for us to have the conversation about Stephen A. Smith not being a cultural marker anymore. He's a model. I, I, I just want us to consider a hearing. I don't really think people. I don't. I don't think people have really considered him a cultural marker before. He's just loud. I, I, I would argue he's got that kind he of. He shows up at enough shit. I would argue, he's and he got shows that kind up of on enough of these platforms. <laughs> he shows up at enough shit, and he's on enough of these platforms to where I it, the conversation could be had that he that he has made some kind of cultural mark that I don't that's beyond my understanding. An impact of a notable level. Or bare, something, bare right? Minimal. Right. Um, so has Umar Johnson. Oh, but well, no, no one said it was positive. True. That's true too. No, no one said it was that, positive. No, he has a point. <laughs> no one said it was. Umar positive. Johnson is hilarious, though. At least I would say at least we get. Con- I, and now, now that's an interesting flip. He Umar Johnson has relegated himself to a cultural comedian, an accidental comedian. Yeah. We just, he's not going anywhere, so we just have to take what we can get from him. Once we've accepted the fact that he's never going to do any of the shit that he says he's going to do, it's just funny to listen to him now. school is coming. Including, no. School is coming. school is there. No, no, no. No, and guess what? Teachers and students. And let me me add to that. It's coming. They're not going to let it happen now because they let Kanye get his school off. Have you seen the footage of this of this nigga having all those students first thing in the morning singing "Good Morning Donda"? Well, that is the creepiest culty shit I have ever seen in my life. Well, Umar is still waiting for backing from Wakanda. 
Uber Umar is still waiting so, for he is still waiting for them to clean the asbestos out of that they, out of that condemned building that he just decided to start filming. In. He's still him. waiting on his mother to give him the keys to the house so that he can leave the house and, and <laughs> lock it. Right. For now, he got to stay home because ain't nobody else going to lock the door. Correct. So, I just want us to start having the conversation about Stephen A. Smith not being in the general conversation anymore. Even on a sports level. Have a conversation gonna, about him not being in the conversation? Like, Would I just that put want him in to, the conversation? I just want us to have a... I just want us to talk about, like, a hearing. Just just a hearing. That's almost giving him too much if, attention. If we do a hearing, I need Shannon to be the judge, though. <laughs> yeah. And, and Skip needs to be the stenographer. Skip. Just so skip. occasionally he has skip. a reason to say, Skip, Skip, need you to read that back to me. With some hens and some mild dogs. Hey, Amen. Or some milds and some hen dogs. Hey, Amen. Uh, well, yeah, maybe we Going could. off that yet. That's a content. <laughs> that's a that's a content idea. We might start doing like hearings or something. I don't know. It, it, that might be funny. Um, on to someone that Randall does not want to discuss. Uh, so Kanye Omari West. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I threw a club in the chair, dog. Oh, this dude's about to take a nap. Holy shit. That young man needs a hug. Kanye Omari West. And so here's the thing about Kanye. We can give you the basic rundown. This nigga wore an All Lives Matter shirt. White Lives Matter. A White Lives Matter. This nigga wore a White Lives Matter shirt. It's an important at, distinction. At one of these white fashion shows during Fashion Week. Um, Are we I love, I love how, how weird that is. No, that's not even the weirdest part. I'm amazed at the fact that nobody has discussed that that whole runway situation happened in a ditch. Them niggas were walking up and down in the mud. That shit was happening in a ditch. Was that on purpose? Like, yes. Is, is, there, is there something like artful there that I'm missing? I, I'm, White I'm people totally think on so. board. I'm on board to feel that way. White people seem to think so. That nigga walked up and down, and all the people—not even just Kanye's people—they all walked up and down the ditch. Hey man, if you walk by his security, slide one twenty dollars to give him a hug. No, nobody's touching. Nobody's touching him anymore. He looks he it, every time he fucks up, he looks more and more like the meth head outside the Ace Check Cashing place. Um, that so he wore the White Lives Matter shirt, got everybody pissed off. And went went on to explain himself with, and every interview he had a different dumbass explanation for it. So it's not even worth unpacking that part of it. Um, it's almost not even worth unpacking the fact that he went straight to Fox News, <coughs> Fox News, and Tucker Carlson uh, to explain himself. It's almost not worth uh, it's almost not worth explaining the part where he had a falling out over text message with Diddy. Where, um, where because Diddy did not appreciate that White Lives Matter shit, no matter what you think of Diddy, which is probably what we here think of Diddy as well. Um, he did not appreciate that White Lives Matter shit and tried to check Kanye about it. And um, apparently they're going to have some meeting in person where most likely Diddy will slide him. Um, it's almost not worth talking about that. It's almost not worth talking about the part where um, this is a man who descends from 
a woman who uh, and named the school after a woman who was an educator um, said he does not read books and claimed that Harriet Tubman freed no slaves. Um, it's almost not worth going to the. It's almost not I worth that one. It's almost not worth speaking on the part where just as a weird side note shot, he decided to throw a brick at Lizzo, saying that the media was um, was uplifted, that people were um, encouraging Lizzo to be uplifted because the white man and the media wants to use Lizzo and and being an obesity to wipe out the black race. Um. It's almost not worth putting. It's almost not worth bringing up the fact that he put Lizzo in the same conversation as cultural genocide. Um, it's almost not worth him reiterating that uh, Trump that that he feels Trump wanted nothing but the best for America. What? All in the same interview. It's almost wor- it's almost not worth bringing up any of these things because we're at a point now. And we've said this many times before, and we've said this many times before in the past with his antics, but I think we've reached an apex with his antics where the conversation needs to be had that no matter what Kanye's contributions to the culture are or have been over the years, we really have to have a conversation where we ask ourselves, it's less about him and more about us, and us asking ourselves, what is it worth to hold on to those little cultural markers he's had. Yes, I too like I too like the first three or four albums. And I'll probably continue to listen to the first three or four albums only because I obtained them through illegal means. <laughs> uh, so he's not getting any of my money. Um But all that to, but all that to say, all that I'm leading up to with Kanye West is that it's time for us to have a discussion about what it's worth keeping him here in the culture. What is it worth? And and yes, it, the argument could be made that ultimately none of this shit, none of this shit matters because it's trivial, gossipy bullshit. Sure, but you know, at one hundred ninety nine episodes in, you know, for me, that the only reason I have these discussions is not because of the person. It's because of how we respond to the person. Because as a culture, if we're going to call ourselves a community, the way we do anything is the way we do everything, and the way we respond to these famous people is the way that we respond. Is the way we respond to each other in these times. It's time to not only stop talking to him; it's time to stop talking to the people that still talk to him. It's also time to stop talking about him. I just want to clarify that it it. We have to start asking ourselves, like, if you're, if you're still on the fence, and I don't know why you would be, it's time to start talking about what is it worth to keep, what, to hold on to whatever cultural contributions he's made. And if you want to hold on to whatever cultural contributions he's made, you can do that while still entertaining the conversation that he himself, the current man, has gone a step, has gone many steps too far. It, because if it's an artistic thing, that he tried to do with this white lives matter shit, he's stupid. Yeah. And if it's and if it's a and and if it's not an artistic thing, if it's something if it if well, either way, if it's not an artistic <laughs> thing, he's either stupid or evil. That's just the only options we have for him now. It's stupid because you're because you're out of touch and you don't talk to the common man unless you're trying to sell them something. 
And so you don't understand how triggering that can be for some people or you're evil and you know exactly how triggering it is and you're triggering people just so they can get mad at you so you have their attention and you can sell them something. Either you're stupid or evil. Either way, that alone is grounds enough for us to start having the conversation, asking ourselves, what is it worth? I, I thought we had been. And the answer is not enough. I, I thought we had been treating him like a Harry Potter villain. Like it's half and half. Like, come on, man. He's going to come out with some shit that people think slaps no. and people are going to no. keep him or going to keep him in no. the conversation for six months more. No, no. Like he says too much too publicly too often. Like why, why is there still a debate? Why is there still a debate? Because, and we've talked about this before, there is, a, there is an element of our generation that can lay claim to having grown up with Kanye. Yeah, and? We'll wait. Just, and I'm not saying it's right. I'm just, talk, I'm just telling you how people react in these situations. Randall is a Jordan fan. Now, Randall is a reasonable man who can divorce who can divorce Jordan's contributions to sports and honestly the and honestly the culture in general, divorce those from the fact that Jordan is a terrible person. He might be an asshole. And there is a generation with him that chooses to ignore that. It's getting harder and harder to ignore over the years with the, with the documentaries and shit like that coming out. But, but there also, is a generation that's willing to ride with Jordan, regardless. But but but, but what Kanye's doing is way, way more destructive than, than anything that that Jordan has done. I agree, and, with and that. I and I think fuck now you got me talking about this nigga. <laughs> and I think the difference here is that people who follow people who follow Jordan as a fan aren't going to be tied into the same types of far-reaching ups and downs that, that your boy does. Like, again, a, a shirt that says White Lives Matter, regardless of art, regardless of trying to be counterculture, re- regardless of whether he's trying to troll or anything. It's triggering. It's still a very, 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 very destructive thing to do for a lot of people. And even if even if you don't fuck with Black Lives Matter like that, and there, there are plenty of reasons why someone could be skeptical of Black Lives Matter as an organization, a record label, and a crew. The message behind what he does is not resonating in the same way with the people that that agree with him. And I can even push back against that, but keep going. So I'm just like, I, I don't... Well, and, and and even then, and I just want to like, I, and there are people that have said that they're like, well, Black Lives, because he went on, he he went on and said Black Lives Matter is a scam, and there are people that will give that argument some credence because there have been more than a few of of those founders that have been caught up possibly stealing money or whatever, but black that's reducing Black Lives Matter to just those people, and that is condescending as well because Black Lives Matter is not just an organization. Black Lives Matter is an affirmation for black people. When when niggas when niggas go and protest for George Floyd, they're not out there screaming Black Lives Matter because they give a fuck about DeRay McKesson or Sean King or Patrice Cullors or whoever. 
they're out there. They're out there because they are because they are affirming life. They are affirming life for themselves, um, for that man that for that in humanity for that man that was shot and killed, whoever they may be. They're affirming life for that family. It's an affirmation. It's not and, and people and people play dumb like they don't realize this. They realize this, and Kanye should realize this. And well. I think he does, but he's also he's also targeting the part of it that leaves the less room for disagreement. So sure. he can't he can't really challenge the ideology because that would make him a hypocrite in a lot of ways. It, his his way of getting buy in for it is to say, "Well, I mean, I'm talking about it as an organization. I'm talking about right. all the money they squander. That's what I'm talking about." But also, you know. White lives do matter, so I'm not lying about it. Like America is but, white lives matter. Here's 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 my point about him, and this is this is the only point that I will that I will make about him. Okay, he's at a stage now where he he does things intentionally for the criticism. Right, the, the criticism actually hurts. Uh, actually, helps him more than hurts him at, at this stage of his level of trolling. Because he has the ability to to paint this false narrative of you know some people call it ops, but he he paints this false narrative of of me versus them right when he's he's arguing two different things. people are arguing about the ideology of white lives matter, yeah he's arguing about how black lives matter the organization takes money from people and doesn't do anything it's it's two false equivalencies. But he, he, he does this shit intentionally to get that reaction out of people so that he can spin it and say, ha, but see, I was talking about this. If y'all weren't sheep, y'all would have looked at it the way that I was looking at it. Oh, by the way, give me money. You know what this is? What was that, what was that doctor show with, um, oh, man, I like the, it. It's a British dude. I like him a lot, too. Um Oh, it was Sherlock, it was like Sherlock Holmes for doctors. Um, oh, oh, House. Oh, yeah. House would do some crazy shit that nobody understood, and then he turn and then he turn around when the patient didn't die and go, "What you dumbasses didn't think of that?" That's yeah. Kanye. No, it's not. That's giving him way too much credit. And, and, <laughs> okay. And, and, and honestly, again, this kind of goes back to what we were saying before we started talking. Like, there's this. There are a lot of vacuums on right now, and it feels like the loudest, really most ignorant people are screaming at the top of their lungs into these vacuums. At a vacuum. And, and unfortunately, there are a lot of ears in those vacuums that are listening to these perspectives that I don't give a fuck how you, I don't give a fuck how you slice it. Yeah. Don't make sense. They just sure. don't make sense. Unless, unless you're looking at it from a perspective of money or disintegrating a culture, it does not make sense. You know, that there is no artistic value in anything that he's doing right now. So we're, so we're back to e either he's stupid or evil. It's, no, him, and, and it's, it's, him, it's him just digging further into his own self-appointed counterculture. There's a certain segment of people that will fuck with him no matter what. And, and anything that he... And, and I'm not even saying there's a master plan behind it. It's just at this point, that's what happens. Anytime he does something, there there's a certain number of people that are always going to be. Is we rock with him? You don't think? Uh, I mean, well, no, it's not that, but it's like that. 
that's what's so dangerous about the level of group thing. Like Elon Musk is the same thing financially. Yeah. That's essentially what happened between Bit, uh, Dogecoin and Rocketcoin. That's essentially the same thing that happened. He had everyone divided on what to do. Oh, man, Doge to the top. And then intentionally rewrote his own sketch in an mm-hmm. SNL sketch and tanked his own shit. Meanwhile, had something else in the back. Oh, I mean, I was letting everyone know how volatile the, Don't get me the market could have been. Don't get me started on the crypto that. scam. We, we, don't, we don't need... We don't need how you affect us on such personal levels as your means to an end in the conversation of what is and what isn't. Like that, fuck all of that. Pop that's, culture crypto is a scam. And that's why people need to stop listening to this motherfucker. Yeah. And I, I don't, don't want to shut up and dribble, but man, if, if you're not no, putting out an album. No, we can shut up and dribble him. If you're not putting out an album, I don't, like, I think so. And even then. is the worst thing celebrities could have gotten. Even then, Donda didn't slap hard enough for like, I liked it better when we didn't know what they were thinking. Yeah. I agree. Because well, because you because they are just as fucked up as we are with visibility. Seriously. Correct. So I think a good place to leave it. I want to leave it with a quote. Are you watching the Flash movie when it comes out? No. Exactly. I'm not paying money for it. I'll put it that way. Exactly. Um. I I think a great place to leave it is. We have to stop a quote from. Well, to leave the Kanye. Thing. Shut the fuck up. Well, well, actually, yeah. Let me hit that. Shut the fuck up. Is a quote from Boozy. Um, <laughs> Damn it! No, you'll like this one. Put that I got, I got backed into this one. You'll like this one. Um, let's see if I can get it going. Okay, this is him commenting on the White Lives Matter thing. Okay, okay, I got it. Come back, come back. Is uh, him quoting on the White Lives Matter thing on Drink Champs? Oh, on Drink Champs, no less. Okay, this is gonna be good. This is going to be riveting. Yeah, you straight with me. Right. But I, I he pissed me off this morning. Mm. You know what we done went through, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get on him, you know. Mm. But you know what we done went through and what we still going through to, to this day. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Fuck, you I, I, everybody know people matter. But but what we, but, 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 but did, would that lives matter? Mm-hmm. When we promoting that? Mm-hmm. What we done been through, let us get our glory, man. Mm-hmm. Don't be no fucking pigeon stool. Mm-hmm. From which our people have suffered and still suffering to this day. He's spitting all over that bike. Ain't nobody getting ain't nobody getting done like blacks getting done from three, four hundred years to this day. Mm-hmm. And you a fucking conglomerate. Mm-hmm. Oh. Don't put no fucking white lives matter on. Mm-hmm. Fuck wrong with you. Color die your face then, nigga. You know, I waited a long time for him to make sense. Charlemagne did. <laughs> that nigga. First of all, Charlemagne dyed his face. <laughs> Bleached his shit. You have to watch the show. Well, you don't have to watch. Nobody has to watch it. But never. Azalea Banks just talked so bad. Just he. Did, he was so embarrassed by it. He's like, "Oh yeah, Charlemagne has called. Has texted me several times about bleaching." And he kind of looked like, "No, I didn't." And everybody's like, "Word." And they named specific bleaches and shit. It was it, it was it was really funny. Charlemagne looked very embarrassed. But yes, that from uh the Prophet Boozy Badass. Um die your face, nigga. Um don't be a pigeon stool. Um he called him 
a conglomerate. <laughs> have we talked about Draymond Green sliding Jordan Poole? We have not, but we can do that now. He hit that man with the black flash. <laughs> he falcon punched this nigga dog. <laughs> Are you getting <laughs> For those of you that don't know what we're talking about, um, Jordan Poole, one of the youngsters on the the um, um, Golden, the State, Golden Warriors. State Warriors, and his teammate, uh, Draymond Green, um, the basketball playing equivalent of Derrick Jackson. Um, we've never seen them in the same place at the same time. Interesting. Interesting. We've never seen them in the same place at the same it time. It means they both have to be in the same car. Green has bigger teeth, though, but go for <laughs> it. Go for it. He's Well, I'm not going to talk about Derek yet, but... Um. Yeah. So they there's footage now of them at practice, and apparently Jordan Poole must Sweet have said Jesus. some out of pocket shit. Draymond Green comes over. Uh, to to test him, I guess it gets in his face. <laughs> Jordan Poole pushed him, and Draymond Green proceeded to administer what I would like to call Mary Fistmas, but. <laughs> Full on leaned into this nigga like a finisher. Holy shit. This nigga leaned into this was like a this was like a giant Japanese robot finisher, my nigga. He folded like, him. Like, yeah. Like, oh, a, like fucking a fucking chair. One punch man punch. Fam. Fam. World ender. The shit the shit where it looks like he's in a big tornado and yeah. it's just eight million fists coming at you. That's what happened to Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole, it just crumpled to the ground. And you know what? For anyone that does not know what we're talking about, it doesn't matter. I want you to just close your eyes. And imagine you went to work tomorrow and an old head at your job just folded you. <laughs> you. I just mean. folded you. Like you woke up at work hours later <laughs> after Tammy hit you. <laughs> I hope. This is an I fucked your girl Holy situation. Shit. I hope it's nah, not. Or I said something about not, your it's mama. Not, it's not. It ain't. He, he had to say something about his mama. He leaned into this man. That was, that a, was a rocket punch. You, you, Hakashu type that of was is what Smash that was. Brothers, nigga. Spirit cut. Oh, my God. It was a nice, thorough, flush, dark skin. <laughs> Come on, man. That dude, man, Poole got hit like a three ninjas extra. Like, that oh, was no, just, not three ninjas. That was, that was terrifying. Not Rocky Loves Emily. That was so bad for him. You know that's what was ringing in his head? <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, he folded his ass. And what? here's what fucks me up about sports culture is that there's less being said about Draymond Green falcon punching this nigga more and more leak. and more being said about well who who leaked the footage how did the footage leak oh and oh this kind of thing happens all the time we just don't see it on camera because somebody leaked the footage leaked the I hate that sport and and it's true and somebody who's been around that culture Sports culture is usually reduced to niggas doing some shit they're not supposed to be doing, and it will always come back to who disseminated the information. This same shit happened with Nick Young when Nick Young was uh, fucking what's her name? Uh, 
Iggy Azalea. And he was back and he was he was back in the locker room talking some shit about knocking some something else down. Everybody got nobody got mad at Nick Young for fucking around on Iggy Azalea. Oh, that's because he got snitched on by his teammate. Uh, everybody got mad at the nigga holding the camera. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. For you doing some shit you wasn't supposed to be doing. But you know, the code. Fuck the code. Let me just let, let me let, let me let, if, I'm, and I'm gonna get a lot of shit off of this. Let me be very clear about the bro code, about the man code. And this is why we don't have the man code in our group. Well, not really. Not because really. historically speaking, my life is not interesting enough to require a bro code right now. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. The bro code, I've never really adhere to this shit because in most cases the man code is usually only implemented in times of niggas doing shit they're not supposed to be doing. Agreed. But what if you really need to straighten the broad out though? <laughs> oh, shit. See, here go the inside jokes. He does not mean that, y'all. This is an inside joke. Oh man, don't not the Sean Connery. Oh, it's hey. a little smock. You know, just, just, just really. I'm not gonna name any names. I'm gonna just set the scene and those that. No, nope, no, nope, we're not doing that right now. I, I, I mean, it. it bears we're being, not doing that right now. That's a Patreon thing. I feel like this isn't a good idea right. for you to do that right. You know, now. That's yeah, fine, that, that's fine. That's just, fine. That's a that's Patreon fine, thing. All right. Well, I just want to say, I'm mad that we're not talking about how quickly that young man went to sleep. Like clearly, <laughs> clearly, you young people are not getting enough milk. Okay, I know y'all said milk is bad for you, but we drink a lot so of it is in that our day. Fault for not taking vitamins, we drink a lot of it in our day. And even if you got hit like that, you still you, you wobbled nah, before that, you went out. That, like, punch, that man went to sleep. That punch utilized the the full. It used the utilized the full posterior chain. And, and it did. That yeah, man, it, it was perfect. That man led with his, yeah, he led with the you. hips and, and perfect follow you. through, like and got it flush on the chin. Man, that, that nigga like went. A, that nigga went beyond plus ultra. It was an anime punch. He yes. checked. He checked yes. him out. He that checked him out pretty yeah. quickly. That was an all might. That was an all might. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was Detroit smash Good, nigga. Man. Fuck out of here. I promise he said something about his mama. <laughs> he did. That was from his ancestors spending countless summers in the sun. Your mama smell like Fruit Loops or whatever that. That's why your mama tastes like honey nut Cheerios. Yeah. Yeah. When he when he hey, walked man. up to Jordan Poole and Jordan Poole hey, shoved him both hands in the chest. What was and that was a significant That was a significant shove. It was a, it was a, it was a it part was of a, that was embarrassment because Draymond Green did not expect to get pushed back that those many steps <laughs> back from a light skinned man. That was that was reaction yeah. to getting touched. I'm I'm a light skinned yeah. man moved me. I'm not defending either person in this situation because we don't know what the I'll fuck say, happened. We're not defending either one. It's just funny. It, but it's just funny. If you are Jordan Poole man. and you push somebody, you gotta square up. Jordan because Poole. that person might come back and Falcon punch you. You need a fight coach if you're Jordan Poole. <laughs> All he had to do was get in a defensive <laughs> position. But no, nah, he, he shot him and he just backed up like, hey. Stop me, old bitch ass nook. You know what that was like? Do you guys remember that Sharkeisha fight? There was a scene in that fight where you knew that young lady was Was that the one with the shovel? No. no. Which one was Sharkeisha? No. That was the one where she was at that girl's house. Came and that she girl's had the house screen door open. Yeah. And there was a shift in body language. And the young lady inside put her foot see, in the door. Did not see that shift in body language, and it was too late. She said she, one more thing that was wrong. And she she was yanked her out of the doorway, outside her house, getting two stepped and on, and just 
and Down molly whopped. Into the pavement, thrown into the street. Her friend pulled her out of her no. house. Yeah, it was disrespectful. That's why. Oh, yeah. when, when she put her foot in the door yeah. and shifted body weight, yeah. it, was, it was over. I would argue when the hands touched Draymond's chest, there was an equally obvious change in demeanor right when it took place. Like, oh, we doing this. Got you. I mean, y'all see the way this nigga plays basketball. I don't understand why nobody thought that was going to happen. Because like everybody standing around him st- stood there like they didn't think anybody was going to come of that. Y'all saw the way this nigga plays basketball exactly like that. I mean, no one thought Carl Malone would go into wrestling either, but he did. Draymond Green want to be the new Bat Barnes so bad. Mm. That's 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 a that's a different level of same energy as we discussed before. That's a different level of same energy. That's rough. I'm just saying that nigga want that nigga want to be the bad boy so bad, but you not put Draymond Green don't put up enough points for that. The difference is this Rodman showed up after a, after a hangover. This no, this Rodman showed up after a hangover and put up thirty. Like, what are we talking about? But also, I mean, I don't want to get too deep in the sports. The Warriors also don't win without Draymond Green. He's legit an integral part to that team. I he, hate he's an asshole. As much as I hate to admit it, you might be right. And he, he breathes out his mouth. <laughs> I mean, well, when you keep one player in the backcourt because you shoved them into last week, like, of course you're integral to the team. I mean, and I was, I was say, he fought Jordan Poole exactly like he plays basketball. Man, it's like Cobra that shoved, that in a sh- Exactly, exactly. That nigga shoved Trevor Ariza with both hands on the floor. Like, we knew what was happening. He's a sweep the leg nigga in real life. Every time. <laughs> Every time. He is the sensei Johnny Lawrence of basketball. Oh, I, I know Steve Kerr didn't have shit to say about it because, no. you know, remember Jordan slapped the shit out of him back in the day. So did so, <laughs> Steve. You gotta learn. You know, Steve was probably like, yep. Steph handled it how most people should. Steph is like, that's all right, coach. Yep. No, coach. none of that. No, 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 no. We, we're not giving Steph enough credit. Steph was all the way on the other end somewhere. I would say we didn't see Steph anywhere in that video. Mm-mm. And he, if he wasn't there, he showed up to practice the next day. You two. In my office. Kerr out. Yes, sir. I'm telling you what I'm telling you what happened. We need to be giving Steph the same kind of credit we give LeBron. I don't see, I was just about to say, I don't know if Steph is, is He's like, LeBroning the fuck out of that I, team, bro. I, I don't know if I'm on that team going, you know, really? Okay, Steph want me to do this. Okay. You, you better. You better. Fuck around, don't get another ring here. I mean, I'm a couple of hues too dark to care, man. <laughs> this nigga's the best shooter. In, this nigga's the best shooter in the past ten years of basketball. History what are we basketball? <laughs> Just ever to be to be clear. <laughs> what are we talking about? Hey, man, left hook is just as consistent as his three. I guess. All right, I, that's a good place to to put it. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll be back with the with. Um, you know, with more foolishness and fuckery. Um, uh, sober conversation. You're still with the least way sober. too early for that, man. Entirely too early. I, I mean, you were technically it's never too early, too early for titties. titties but that's what I thought. for the okay. purposes of this programming. Okay, right. right. We, there is you know some programming to well, this show. Uh, all right. Shots. No. Uh, no. no We're we done. With this. No. That shit's all gone. We killed it. No. There are like three other bottles. No. 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 Not, no, I'm not going down that rabbit hole with you. 
fucking rabbit hole, man. You got to go down there. I'm already kind of fucked up. I poured way too much of this shit Kinda. here. The point is to be fucked up. Um, Are we too old for that now? I am. Have we crossed that I, threshold? I, no. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. You're listening to Sober Conversation with the Least Sober Team in Podcasting. Pour up. You're going to tighten your ass up. No, there are white men. He gave us American Assassin. No, the other guy, the Maze Runner guy, did. Yeah, I mean, they were both good in that. Thing. I actually like. I actually like uh, Dylan O'Brien. Yeah, he's okay. He, I, I liked American Assassin. I, I liked American Assassin. Completely, completely predictable. I want huh? him in the MCU. No. What? As who? Dylan I'll say as who. Would make a great Johnny Storm. What are y'all talking about? I don't know about that. Think mm. on it. Think on it. I'll wait. There are there are white men. We're back, by the way. There are white men. We are back. We are black. We are opinionated. And for two hundred, we are actually drunk. There are people in. There are people. There are white men in Hollywood. Euphonic is gone. Absolutely, that will never be good in anything. Taylor Kitsch is one of them. He was in Battleship, bro. Man, he's a long way from that movie. Rihanna was nope, battleship. Not that far. We shouldn't. We should. Rihanna was and, battleship. And Rihanna don't need to be fucking acting. We shouldn't hold anyone <laughs> responsible for for battleship, other than whoever made it. And Liam Neeson. I mean, he's been allowed. We to- could have told that. We we should have just told Liam Neeson that battleship was written by black men, and he would have hunted them down and killed them. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Taylor Kitsch was also the lead in John Carter, sir. Okay. That was the, Sir. That was the writer's fault. We've decided we've decided that 200 is way too is, is way too big an episode um, to be obscured by white people. So we're just going to skip white people must be stopped. This, this week. Um, Let's go. Um, I will play the jingle though. This is why I don't fuck. With white people. You also satisfied that with the Kanye segment. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're just going to skip that. And actually, because I'm completely unprepared, we're just going to go straight into the listener letters. Um, Do you think they're going to come get that Manchurian candidate? Who? <laughs> Kanye. No, he's he's too valuable to, he's doing to like the currency of media in general. That nigga is doing exactly what the programming is telling him. He to. actually gives people things to talk about there's when a lot there's of Bond villains out there right now, man. You know, when that nigga is doing exactly what the programming when there demand. are Russian nukes being moved through the streets of Moscow so, right now. Listener letters. Arnesy Elizabeth Turner, one of our day ones, or maybe not day one. She's been around for a while though. Um what new anime are you looking forward to for fall 22 and beyond? Chainsaw Man is getting the most of my hype and is on and is high on my list. I have so okay, so I have seen this on Twitter. Like it's a like Chainsaw Man is my, a big My niece Twitter. watches it, yeah. It's okay. okay, so it's a thing. Yeah. It's okay. Okay. I don't so I haven't started it yet because I have to get around. It's okay. His chainsaws for like arms, right? I believe so. Okay. Okay. That one okay, so it looks interesting. I've been kind of I've been kind of away from 
anime lately, only except for um, you know Hero Academia or whatever, only because they're so long now. Like they're all long nowadays, and they're all long and with filler. Like I never finished Bleach because Bleach just decided it was going to do two seasons of filler, so I still haven't finished it yet. Hold on, Roundtree is a big anime guy. Uh, he, he he really wants to get at me about that Bleach comment. I will finish Bleach eventually. I just it. I need a filler list. I'm going to look up a filler list online. I can't do the filler. I can't do a whole season of filler. Wow. I'm just going to say My Hero Academia for me, new season. That's I am I, watching the new season. Have you started the new season? I have not yet. I'm way it's behind beautiful. on everything. Okay, yeah, it's beautiful. I, I'm, Two I'm episodes heard. in, I'm impressed. It's beautiful. Uh, yeah, I'm impressed. They listen like to it. all the fans who were like, they're not doing enough of the other stuff. They're, they're doing it. They started off, They did start out with quite a bit of violence. <clears throat> um, so Y'all know what tomorrow is. I'm into that. Um, Y'all know what tomorrow is What is tomorrow? 10, 10, 22 uh, What does that mean? Thousand blood year arc for, I'm sorry for those that, that are in his boat And didn't like Bleach Bleach is coming back oh, okay. they, are, they are covering Bleach is coming The back. final arc in the manga And I mean not for nothing But for those that followed Kimpachi, He bankai in I, this arc Okay I, okay. The, okay. I'm just the man that, that, that went Seasons without ever doing a Bankai. Bankai's. Gotcha. In this arc. Okay. Bankai. What's, what's, what? a, what's a Bankai? It's, it's like they, a special it, mode. It, it, it's like a Super Saiyan power up. Yeah. Okay. It's a special and, mode. And we're talking about a character who's gone several story arcs, never needing to do yeah. that. It's as if Piccolo waxed all the characters Goku and Vegeta had trouble with. Piccolo did that shit? It, damn. <sighs> I'm going to shake you. He's not. He's unilateral, <laughs> except for like a couple of a couple of animes. He's not an anime guy. Um, I, I get all this to my niece. So I, I, don't, I, don't I do. I do want to see. I, I do want to see when or if Dragon Ball Superhero out of my sales. Um, Dragon Ball Superhero. I I just want. I'm waiting for that to come to streaming. It, I didn't get. To, movie. I, I, it's still. It looks hard. I I'll just say it looks very hard. Well, so like the apparently the premise behind it. Is to power up Gohan and Piccolo. I know for the opening season. I'm ready. Yeah. Um, so I, I like Demon um, Slayer. Slayer. I'm gonna give that a try. I'm gonna give that another try. I got. I was like, Have you four, watched any of it? I was like four episodes in. It didn't do anything oh for me. Oh my god. I want to. I want to try it again though. I actually like by, it. The, by the time if you can if you're tr- struggling with the first season, they very purposefully take it that way. And when you start off with the Mugen train, okay, it 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 starts hard. Okay, yeah. and by Fair the time enough. you get to the entertainment district, you might as well be a Mission Impossible fan. Like it's okay, it's, it's going. See, down. I, see, my thing is, I'm used to the very short. Uh, like my favorite. Well, I won't say I'm used to. My favorite animes have all tended to be very short. Um, even Gundam Wing. Gundam Wing was like 50 episodes or something. Uh, Gundam Wing, Cowboy Bebop. Samurai Champloo, Samurai Champloo, Cowboy Bebop, all like twenty five episodes. Or something. The age right Did you ever now. get into Darwin's game? No. I, I highly Planet of the Beast King. Planet of the Beast King, twenty or twenty thirty episodes or something. I I, I can't I, because the longer they go, the more it starts to do filler. Um. So I, I so it, it's hard for me to get into some of these new ones because these new ones are designed to be long and create. And create fandoms and make filler, it, it, so I so I don't know. 
like Boruto does not slap to me. Boruto is trash. Boruto does like I, I and I want I brought up Boruto because Naruto is twenty years old now. The goat, um, more or less. And Boruto, I thought it was just me. Does not slap. No, it's trash. It's a soulless uh, cash grab of a series. Ten ten episodes in, I couldn't do it. Um, the best thing about that show, I do want to see where all the grown ups have gone. I, I haven't gotten to that. It was it's, like it's enough. grown up Naruto and Sasuke, and I, I haven't seen any of that. Not so to make you care. No? no, okay, fair enough. I'm to find something else. Um, Darwin's game, fucking the new uh, season of Rise of Shield Hero was amazing. Okay, that looks interesting too. Um, yeah, and, and I, I highly recommend you check out that Jujutsu Kaisen movie. Okay, if you haven't seen it. And if you need a good scare, so I can anime, watch the movie without having watched. It's it. on Crunchyroll now, okay. and yes, the movie is more of a prequel to the first season. Oh, okay. I and can because do that. it's October, if you need a good scary anime, yeah. check out Terraformers. A group of scientists land on a planet of giant roaches with oh, superpowers. Fuck that! With oh, superpowers. No. Um, You're welcome. Jesus Christ! Um, Legend of the Overfiend. That looks good too. Um. What Rob Montgomery wants to know, what would you say is the proudest moment of over 200 episodes? For me. Not having kidney failure. Well, <laughs> yes. For me, I would say um, there was, I, I forgot who it was now, but there was a listener on social media that um, also had a podcast at the time. And they were like, man, I feel like I owe, I feel like I owe awesome credit. Because I've been listening to a lot of opinions while black, and I feel like I stole his style. Mm. I don't know what that means because I didn't ask him any further. I don't know what part of my style he thinks he stole. I was not offended. I was sending the bill for it, I, right? I, imitation is the highest form of flattery, um, so I am grateful. Um. And to just know that somebody, I had that big, big an effect, uh, that was a big thing for me. Um, and that somebody gave that much of a damn about the content and paid that close attention. I, I felt like I had arrived. Uh, Randall, you have a, a big um, proudest moment. Breaking chairs, um, <laughs> laughing at, <laughs> or laughing with Craig Lindsay. That, oh that, God, that, that was good. That was always fun. Um, oh man! In general, though, I, I I do enjoy talking with friends about the episodes during the week after they've aired, and them reminding me of how out of pocket we are most times. Oh, is, is that the general book that's, on that's us? That's the general book on us. Like, but but it's all. I mean, it's all it's all constructive, I guess. Um, David Santiago. Oh shit. Uh, a huge congrats on 200. What's the plan for the next year? I heard you, Oz, have a massive wink comic coming out. I also heard the artist is massive nudge, handsome, and skilled, but mostly handsome. Big up to D. Randall and Oz and, um, and all the future projects um, from, from both of y'all. Thank you. And yes, I do have... And, Yes, I do have a, a comic that is currently in development, uh, Shogun of Harlem. Nice. We're looking at I'm I right now I'm looking at twenty uh, early first quarter beginning of twenty twenty three. Nice. Well, the writer of that letter also happens to be the artist 
I, I believe coming? yes. Okay. Yes, he is. Yes. Okay. Um. Uh. Oh yeah. Anything. Is this a good yeah. time for the church announcement? Uh, well, we can wait. I mean, okay. we can still wait for the actual announcement. Uh, okay. No, it's okay. it's um, I, I've got quite a few things in the can, um, video wise that have kind of been incubating for the last couple of years or so, and okay. now and now that, you know, now that we're firmly into the quote unquote post COVID era, uh, a lot of those can start moving forward, and and it just so happens like. All the shit is coming at the same time, which is yeah. which is a good problem to have. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the the next next couple of months or so are really going to be dedicated to to kind of knocking all those out. Okay. And 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 getting some momentum going for that. So a lot of uh, a lot of film work, both well in in a number of categories: uh, music videos, documentaries, short stories, and maybe a feature or two. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's a lot. All right. All right. Um, let's go. Let's see. Uh, Thomas Phillips wants to know uh, how I got one. Uh, started to inbox it, but it's probably more fitting that I put it here. Trying to get better about giving folks their flowers in public, so there is more of that here than an actual question. Uh, I've been very, I've been in a very turbulent frame of mind over the past two years, largely due to the pandemic and a very toxic workplace. During this time, I really began tuning into Opinions While Black, and I know it was something to it when I started to save up episodes to reward myself for getting through a day uh, to laugh at y'all on my way home. So this is more of a thank you to both, uh, to you both than anything. Thank you for staying true to yourselves and not leaning into trends, quote, manosphere podcasting, mm. etc., and for creating something that a brother can look forward to every week. To this end, now that I've been blessed to start a new remote job and life seems to be more stable right now, I told myself that when I was able to, when I was able, I wanted to show my appreciation to you both individually collect, uh, and collectively. Ah, uh, since D. Randall may not see this, I'll be in touch with you for a shipping address to send you both something. As for me, rewarding myself, I'll be subscribing to the Patreon this Ooh. afternoon. Let's go. I guess if I had to work in a question, it would be, what do you all have in store for the, uh, until the next milestone? Either way, I can't wait. Good luck to D. Randall and, on his film endeavors. and Thank you, Oz, for continuing, for continuing on while the brother finds more greatness. Again, proud of you both. More foolishness and more fuckery. More foolishness, more fuckery. For the patrons, um, I am developing, I am working on developing something. That should be like an episode 200 anniversary shirt, though. More foolishness, more, more fuckery. More foolishness and more fuckery. Oh, I'm, oh we're doing it. It's got to be done. That's it. We're doing it. Um, Just to piggyback off what he said, though. The episode that you guys started giving flowers to people for my advisories, every other advisory, I would have them write cue cards to faculty and staff that were influential for whatever period that was for them. So anytime I'm in a school or on a campus or I'm working with kids, I put them in a position to like provide those flowers for those adults that have been impacting them. I mean, I definitely riffed that from you guys. Mm. All right. All right. Okay. 
Making changes in the community, uh, damn it. That's dope. <laughs> and, 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 and I think if, if people have listened to the podcast for long enough, they, they see that a lot of these ideas have evolved over time. It I, is true. I do think at some point this week I might I might get the courage enough to go back and listen to episode one just to see how how different how crazy we've gotten. <laughs> yes, but uh, yeah, a lot of those ideas, um, and I'll I'll give Oz the credit for most of them are just just out just natural outgrowths of what we're compelled to do. Yeah, and you know during this podcast, it's uh, it's amazing. Um, Hal Allen would like to know what would you consider to be the most savage moment on the podcast? Anytime we talk about Jason Whitlock. Absolutely anytime we talk about Jason Whitlock. Absolutely. Uh, episode 50? After, episode 50 was 50 definitely one. Bro. 50 or 100 went ridiculously hard. 50 was definitely hard. So you were there for 50, right? He was here for 50. It was here? Okay, yeah, it was here. No, it was at yeah. the old studio. It was at the oh. old studio. Oh! Yeah. 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 Um, for me, two moments, well, one moment in particular stands out. It, I knew we were getting more and more out of pocket when Randall called Boozy. Oh, he, when Randall said Boozy looked like a racial slur. <laughs> damn. God damn. He does, man. <laughs> I think it looks fuck? offensive. <laughs> you goddamn Boozy badass. Oh, man. You say you look like a racial slur, and I was too done. Fucking um, uh Let's see. I'm glad we got through white people must be stopped, because y'all really decided to write in. I've said a lot of shit that should have got me fired. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's only, it, only, it only tells me that, I'm, that we made the right decision in um, starting Patreon. <laughs> Giving us a place to say these things. Uh, um, let's see. I have, I have Instagram. Oh, you, oh, you niggas really give a fuck about us. Oh, okay. Man, if y'all Patreon and After Dark, let me it's know. Coming. It's coming. It's coming. I have like all the ideas for that kind of stuff. Uh, Extra Maestro Xavier Hunter should says, be "Can concerned? you could do raffles?" <laughs> yes, you should be concerned. Cultivate you should absolutely outreach. be concerned. Xavier Hunter, a.k.a. Extra Maestro, says, congrats on 200 <laughs> episodes. Not everybody's able to last four years. Y'all have been part of my weekly, uh, but for the last four years, y'all have been part of my weekly routine. Here's to many more. What guests would you love to bring on and give an ambush question to? Uh, what would that question be that catches them off guard? <clears throat> I'm not going to lie to you. Okay, you just took a big hit of something. Yes, he did. Do you need a moment, sir? <coughs> that question made me. <laughs> so I, I'm not gonna lie to you. One of the things that I look at about content, I am not a fan of the ambush shit. Like, yeah. I, I don't know who this guy is. There's this one guy, and he's clearly trying to be funny, but it's kind of this weird Z-way style he has of things where he asks people these ridiculous questions. He asked Boozy about like his, his rap lyrics one time or something. I forgot who this, guy, what, who this guy is, but I don't like the ambush thing. And I feel like people are looking for those viral moments. I agree. And like Drink Champs in particular. Well, actually, you know, we didn't talk about this in the rundown, but Issa, he... he Nori was talking about how Issa Rae has kind of 
changed his mind about his approach to doing Drink Champs and that he was he's going to go in a way that's less messy and railroading somebody for a moment. I was like, intrusive? And like, right. Like, he's, like, Issa Rae was on the show and I guess made a made a comment about Nori or made some kind of joke about him being messy as fuck. And to hear that from somebody who is such a cultural marker now kind of inspired him to start trying to, maybe he's going to get his shit together. He won't. (laughs) (laughs) He's drunk every episode. If he does good. He's profoundly drunk every episode. But but see, now you know, that's just how I feel about Revolt Podcast. Everybody, like, people were really on because I'm not a, even though I'm very happy for Young Miami, I'm not a fan of Carisha Please at all. Uh, but I don't. I just don't like Revolt Podcast because they're all like that. They're all look, just looking for a moment. There's no nutritional value, and they say a whole bunch of stupid shit and never get questioned on it. Yeah. I, I would like to say that the one bit of nutritional value that's come out of Noriega's mouth happened on First We Feast, okay, where he did Hot Ones, but he made the dude from Hot Ones take a shot oh, of the shit they drink on Drink Champs mm-hmm. with each hot wing that they oh, ate. Oh shit. And, and and I just want to say how we talk about powerful niggatry after like wing five. He turned up dead in his own backseat the next morning. <laughs> Everything out of that man's mouth was just powerfully ignorant. It's like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> all right. Um, I don't think there there aren't ever any ambush questions on this show. Right, to, and because, to underscore that point. Because we don't really do interview formats. When yeah. we bring people on this podcast, we bring them on to just have a good time with us. We usually introduce the fuckery and and and, and people are free to, to wade in the muck with us if they, right. if they choose to. Hence the coughing. I was, I was, there I you was go. unsure if it was going to go left or right. I just no, was trying it, to be prepared. No, it's, it, 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 when in doubt, it's always going to go left. <laughs> when in doubt. You know, you, it's, it's how we are. You can go left. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can do what's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing that catches us by surprise are the are the questions because we don't we don't go over the questions the the listener letters before right the show we, we don't go over them at all. Yeah, that's, that's correct. Anytime I hear David Santiago say him, I'm like, oh shit, you know, give us some introspective because he would usually wait until we were just on the floor drunk. Yes, to ask us some profoundly introspective shit. Correct. Um, are you guys gonna go back to the the there was a, a moment. When you guys, when Facebook was still popping, you would do like the, the live chatting with people for listener letters. So we're going to try it. Okay. The reason we have not done any visual element to this podcast in a long time is because I look like this all the time on Sundays. <laughs> and he does not feel compelled to have to get a fucking haircut and 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 shave on a Sunday morning. And we just, yeah. there's a visual element to these things, and we just don't want to play into that. And we understand the rules of the game, and we understand how social media works. Gotcha, and gotcha. we just, we, we're, we're not ready. Fair, fair, fair. Fair, fair, fair. But there have been many talks about Maybe it. Maybe opinions while black after dark. Okay. Perhaps. Okay. Um, even going forward, maybe, because we do want to do something for Patreon on a visual level. We, uh, not too regular, but... I, I I think we've got a we've built a very good community in a short amount of time, and I think we owe them that. Maybe a video they, even chat. If, even yeah. If they don't, even if they don't see your face, just like a like, like a Q and A. Yeah, like a a place like on YouTube where they can live chat while while you guys are. We'll talk about it. I think. 
Uh, you know, once he's when, once he's done doing his thing, we'll we'll come back to it. Yeah. Um, and last, uh, Tales to Enrage wants to know where do you hope to be by episode three hundred? Um, I want to say that this is the. I want to say for me, Randall has been around has been around the block and back as far as podcasting, as far as music. So this is so anything he does is his second or third or whatever lap. I would say for me, this this is the beginning of the podcast, the RMCU, the podcast, you know, the the Marvel podcast universe or whatever. I have a mil, I have I have a ton of podcasts I want to roll out. Um, I actually am teaming up with somebody. I don't want to announce that just yet. I am teaming up with somebody for their podcast that they want me to possibly produce. Um, I'll also be a co-host. Um, that's coming soon, or than later. I'm working with other people that I work with other people as a podcast consultant. Um, so by 300, or not even by 300, I'd say by 250, the 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 cinematic the podcast universe Jim. needs to be starting. Have your first uh, Infinity War. Yeah. <laughs> don't. Oh man, I, I don't want to have to slide straight into the Infinity War. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that ideally that's where I would see it. If you, I, I think I, I think yeah. I, I think I covered your sentiment. Okay, if you have anything to. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you hit it right on the head. Just at, at the, you know, one of the one of the. The benefits of doing a podcast, especially for as long and as consistently as we have, is that opportunities do open themselves up. And, right. And X, the maestro, hit it right on the head. There, there is, there is a time for growth now. Especially again, I, I hate always time stamping, you know, the post COVID era. But these these are things that happen now that the the world has opened up again, and it's it's necessary growth. Whether it's more podcasts or Things that accompany this podcast, yeah, you'll just see natural growth over the next fifty to one hundred episodes. And by the time, and by the time we're there, you're just going to look back and go, "Damn, here we are." You know, I, I remember when we were celebrating the the one fiftieth. Yeah, and I forgot who it was. It, was, it might have been Burn at the time. It was like yeah. DJ Burn shouting. Yeah, he was like, "Man, y'all, uh, you know." I can't wait to, to chop it up with y'all when y'all do 200. And 200 seemed like so far off. It did. And that shit was like. And so much shit has happened since then. I'm going to say, did it really? Yeah. It felt like it. Did it really feel like a long way away? Because it just, it just feels like a, a larger number. Like, well, 300 feels like a lot. Like, 100 more episodes feels like a lot. Can when I you say, just provide you guys with some perspective then? And, I, and I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just, this yeah. is just my nature is to celebrate people I fuck with. But like, it's all good. As a listener, I, I'm a lot like some of your other listeners where, like, I like to kind of stack up a couple of listen at a time. Yeah. I can't wait to have three or four listen to back-to-back while I'm trying to grind out work or reporting or anything like that. Like, yeah. the number for us is much smaller than it is for you guys. I, I assure you. That's it's, fair. It's like yeah. waiting on your show to come back. Like, all right, man, they, they went on break last week. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Where they at? A lot happened. I know they're going to cover it. Like, where they at? Like, I, I don't, 
I hope you guys get to a point where you start patting yourselves on the back just a, just a wee bit more. I'm, we we do a little bit. We do we do a little bit in private. Just scotch more. We if, I know for me because I'm actually active on social media. A big part of that is avoiding the bullshit with other content creators because they notice that, and I don't give a fuck per se. I just like keeping this platform above that bullshit. We don't have you know we don't have beef. We don't have we mind our business for the most part, mm-hmm. and you know I, and I'll, I'll tell you about that off air. And but for the most part, we we want everybody whatever it is you're looking for out here. As long as you're not contributing to the bullshit, we want that for you. Everybody can eat, and we're not eating nearly we're not eating nearly enough financially off this thing to be out here beefing with people about it. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Also, any, any of the proceeds literally go here to making this a better podcast. Podcast beef just sounds like the corniest shit ever. Of all time. Bruh. And, and up north and on the East Coast, they love that shit. They love that shit to the point where certain podcasts that I listen to have to bleep each other's names out, even though apparently they're on good terms now. I mean, and also there are it's people talking. Like, yeah, what there are, and, and also there are podcasts where the hosts are beefing. So I just, I'm always thankful that we're not part of that, um, and I like to keep us not part of that. I have a feeling now that we're at 200, and I'm this proud of 200. I'm this proud of where we've gotten. That's going to be a little harder to do because I will not shut the fuck up about how proud I am of this. <laughs> you shouldn't have to. But I still I you know, I like where we're at with that. Great listener let around. Um y'all know what to do, man. Opinionswildblack at gmail.com and or log on to opinionswildblack where you can find out more about Houston's most savage podcast. Um ways to ways to listen to us, ways to buy merch. <laughs> And ways to contribute by becoming a patron for bonus content, um, exclusive merch, and access to our official Discord. Um, we're just going to go right into the top three STFUs. Who All right. are the three people in America that need to shut the fuck, shut the up. fuck up? Number three, some broad named Coach Stormy Wellington. She's a life coach, apparently, but she's oh. not one of these. But she's not one of these life coaches that's actually like that went to school for a thing and you know has knows what she's talking about. From from what I've gathered about her background, she's just basically um, the most introspective hood rat of the hood rats. And um, there was a video where she was talking about where uh, her and a mentee were eating at a cookout. All of them, by the way, uh, scantily clad because it's a cookout. And she looks at her mentee's plate and there's more barbecue on it than it's on hers. And she said, um, I would, they couldn't have gave me, I couldn't have a plate like that. And she says, well, I, I, this is just all the food they gave me. He's like, well, see, that's why, that's, that should teach you. You shouldn't, I never just accept what people give me, um, that is a low vibrational plate. That's a mm. quote. It's mm. a low 
vibrational plate. What is that? And huh? some, oh, no, wait, wait, let me get there. Let me land. And she said, if somebody looked at your plate and someone looked at my plate, they would know my plate is a queen's plate. Never accept what people give you. And everybody just nodded like dumb fucking morons. Um, and, and like she had really said some shit. And Twitter acted a fucking fool and clowned the shit out of her. Um, they were like, well, and I was the same way. Because let me tell you something. That low vibrational plate looked like it slapped. I'd say was I were, were we supposed to be offended that that she had good eats on her plate? So I think I suspect because she had they had them little slider burgers, yeah, and she had two of those on her plate, yeah, with the with the sausage, with the shrimp, yeah, with the corn, yeah, and the life coach just had like the corn and a couple of shrimps, and. That was apparently a queen's plate. There's so much dumb about this. First of all, yes. as I remember, as I remember in the old days, doesn't the queen get the whole spread? I'm about to say, man. Don't, you, isn't that part of what we see on TV where they just serve the, they just bring out the whole spread and let the queen do what she do? If you built like crystal clear, don't be ashamed of that. Well, not she's. Oh well. First of all, second and third, crystal, crystal clear is bomb. So, <laughs> that's what we like that. Second of all, um, the other problem here is for her to have called herself a queen and tried to set herself above all the other hood rats at the at, at the at the cookout. She had her legs gapped open, was smacking while she was eating, sucking her fingers with not a napkin in sight. And had her ha- and had her finger all over the all hovering over this girl's food. Any other cookout, that kind of shit gets gets the shit slapped out of you. I mean, what I heard was she was exhibiting leadership skills, spatial awareness, and what that mouth do. That girl can't spell anything you just said. <laughs> the last three sentences you uttered, she can't spell them. You're sitting, you're sitting here in the smallest bikini you could possibly fucking find out of the finest rainbow wares you could, you could muster, looking like the mama from Baby Boy. Oh, my God. With your nasty ass sucked finger over somebody else's plate. Legs wide open, calling yourself a fucking queen. The fuck is wrong with you? See, that's why I don't fall for all this hippy-dippy bullshit y'all talk about. Low vibrations and they manifesting and 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 and, and the the retrograde is telling me to get my life together. What the fuck are y'all talking about? Because none of the things, none of the self help bullshit that y'all buy into is being used for anything but creating a class above other people just to condescend to them, just like this lady did. That's exactly why I don't take any of this shit seriously. Because y'all don't use it for anything but talking down to people. Every time. I've never heard any of the self-help bullshit used for anything but condescending to someone else. Just like this lady did. Y'all got in the same car to go to the same, dressed in the same outfits to go to the same place and eat the same food. But she's low vibrational and you a queen? 
Suck my dick. Tell this girl, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up! While you were saying all that, I I went to her Instagram site to see what she was about. Oh, shit. So apparently high vibrations is basically her catchphrase or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Oh, God. Kind of like Kevin Samuels and that high value shit. Yeah. Um, it's an empty phrase that means nothing. She has a whole thing in here that says high vibes only. What is that? Is that is that trying to flip the how everybody's been dragging her? But it, basically, that that kind of shit basically is telling people to ignore the negative shit in your life and only focus on the positive shit. It's false positivity bullshit. Yeah, it, it, it's it, yeah, false positivity. Uh, it's toxic positivity. I think that's what some people call it. I like that better. Like you should also, I mean, not that you have to dwell on the bad shit in your life, you need to be cognizant of it cuz that's where you actually learn from shit. Right. But all this I'm only I'm only acknowledging high vibes, high vibes. Stop using first of all, stop using the word vibrations. Right. Ain't shit vibrating. Cuz it's not and also the way she said it's not that's that kind of thinking isn't for you. It's for other people. That kind of thinking isn't for her. It's to impress other people. Also, she's too mid to be <laughs> telling anybody. <laughs> Somebody says she's drop dead. All right. Drop dead. All right. <laughs> drop dead. All right. Oh, man. Wow. Hey, any, I'm sorry, y'all. And if this offends wow. anyone, I'm sorry. The mama from, I, I said she looked like the mama from Baby Boy, but the mama from Baby Boy is fine than her. Anyone that has the word entrepreneur in their bio, I don't fuck with y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sick of entrepreneurs. Talk about what you actually do. Quit saying you're a fucking entrepreneur. What, right. What is your vocation? Join my high vibration challenge and enter to win $10,000. No. Next thing, she's going to be charging people to join her close friends. You're the Guaranteed. CEO of an Instagram page. Like, what? <laughs> Ponzi schemes are still companies, guys. We saw the boiler room. I'd respect her if she had they a pot stock options. I respect her. She had a Ponzi didn't. scheme, but she doesn't even have that. She just has contact info. Oh, Do you know what woke stands for? All, all social media. I'll, wait, is a Ponzi scheme. I need to hear this. What does woke stand for? Wisdom, oneness, knowledge, elevation. Uh, uh, no. Shut the fuck up. No. No. Number two. <laughs> Number two. There was one more. You could say she's their planet, their Captain Planet. No, we're not. We're not disrespecting Captain Planet like that. The old version or the Don Cheadle version. No, neither. Uh, number two is Logan Paul, uh, the Paul brother that has the least hands. Well, none of them have hands, but brothers Paul, the one that's just racist. Um, Logan Paul has decided she has decided he has a beef with Bad Bunny. Um, I, so he, uh, according to him. You know, everybody knows Bad Bunny has been ten toes down, um, utilizing his music um, to do some good and bring awareness to the plight of people that are that have been suffering from uh, hurricane that are getting a lack of hurricane relief after Ian, um, and so uh, Logan Paul has accused him of fraud, basically saying that he is uh, co-opting. Hurricane relief um, to cover up for the fact that the new the new tax system that is designed for rich people and uh, at the detriment of poor people apparently bad according to him bad bunny is taking advantage of that himself 
um, and setting himself above the other citizens of Puerto Rico. Um, we know that now not to be true. Uh, what actually is, is the new tax system is designed to um, affect people that are not from Puerto Rico. Uh, Bad Bunny is a native Puerto Rican, which means he isn't even eligible to benefit from it in the first place. Logan Paul doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Um, Logan Paul is just trying to center himself and his family in a real situation that's affecting real people. Um, Basically being the best white man he can be. Um, We need... First of all, the fact that we've allowed them to rise to power where they have a, where they have a platform <clears throat> where we even caught wind of this is a detriment. It, I feel like is a failure of not just the culture, really humanity. Um, it's kind of the worst thing. And, and Bad Bunny really means well for Puerto Rico. And it's been very commendable. And the fact that this white man could not stand somebody doing something doing something for the right reasons and getting plenty of attention for, for it and getting more clicks than him. What stake do you have in this, Logan Paul? You're not from Puerto Rico. You don't own land in Puerto Rico. You haven't fucked a Puerto Rican woman. I, nothing. What stake do you have? Even if it was true and it factually isn't, why the fuck do you care what made you an expert who deputized you to go after Bad Bunny and why the fuck should we listen to you at all? This is a question I keep asking of you and your dumbass punch drunk brother. Tyron Woodley should have washed you when he had the chance. Oh, Anderson Silva might. Oh, Anderson Silva will. I was say, okay. Are they they're fighting? Uh, Anderson Silva gonna rock his ass Until he fights someone that's in like Actual fighting shape I have nothing to believe what the one brother says mm-hmm. And and I didn't know That that Jake had gotten To a level that we were listening to what Logan Had to say I I, I, I don't know it's weird. How many How many washed up athletes do these, do these morons have to win against Before we do what needs to be done And call Mike in yeah, man. Give him some really good LSD and just point him in the right direction and let fate take it from there. Well, Logan, you need to do the L. Well, they've been talking shit. Video? They talk. Yes. They talk shit about Mike before, but they don't. They don't really want that. They don't want. I, I, hope, I, hope, I hope his agents make it happen because Mike doesn't know how to. Well. He doesn't know how to play it down like Mayweather did. Mike won't know how to do that at all. I, I hope they make that mistake. I hope that comes through, and I hope that someone on Mike Tyson's crew just feeds him that recording before the fight. Remember when this nigga said this to you? Did you see Mike's trainer? Looking terrified. (laughs) Trying to pause him like Chris Pratt in a Jurassic Park movie. Oh, shit. Whoa. Whoa, Mike. Oh, man. The the Paul brothers, again, their their whole thing has just been to clicks and likes. They they say they say shit for clicks and likes. It's it's the nature of the beast for them. Their entire their entire system is run upon them saying incendiary shit, and then picking their targets easily once it's time for them to, you know, actually actually do something about it. Like again, fuck them. I mean, the 
theme of this episode is pissing into a vacuum because, like, that essentially no, that is not be the name of the podcast. I mean, no, but like something into the vacuum because, like, that's literally what's happening. Like, people have these pockets of these beliefs and these principles and these ideologies that they believe, and then they, you know, anyone that doesn't really fit on that plate or into that shape or say what they got to say, then it's like, ah, oh, whatever you have to say or however you feel. But like, their premises are built on such nonsense. It it's, really is. It's, it's weird. Like, any level of critical thinking, and we'll, we'll pick apart a lot of these conversations, just, just, just any level of critical thinking. We're still in an age where a person who talked about Jewish space lasers still has a job. Oh, he did. I, I, I just, I don't know, man. Like, that bothers me. I'm, I'm concerned about that. All that to say. Shut up. Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up, Logan Paul. I, honestly, I just anybody, anybody, just anybody with real hands doesn't even have to look. I know, I I know we're tired of hearing about him. Boozy has done actual time. <laughs> Boozy had to survive in prison. Point him at Logan Paul. Bet he won't lose. I want, I, like, I want him to fight a, like, I want him to fight a nigga with some prison hunger. Man, Boosie ain't the one. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> he, he, he's, he's not the one that you're going to depend on for that. I tried. No. Um, and the number one person who should shut the fuck up is Christian Walker, um, the son, uh, the son of uh, the professional concussion Herschel Walker. <laughs> really? Um, Christian Walker. So. In the in the light in light of recent news that Herschel Walker has, in, who is staunchly anti-abortion, has in fact had several abortions. Um, Christian Walker has now switched sides. Mild shock. Christian Walker is now doing videos whining about his uh, 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 the well the um, the trauma that my mother and I have gone through. Um, we just ask for we just ask you to pray for us and this listen. It all sounds like the same shit Kanye tried to give us when the Kardashians were done were were done with him. Uh, when Ray J was asking for our sympathy for Chris Jenner doing whatever she did, and it's it's giving no, it's giving absolutely not, fam. Christian Walker was ten toes down with Herschel Walker when he was condescending to other people. Take care of your kids. Um, he's a staunch Republican, no matter what side of Herschel Walker's fence he's on. And now that it's not working out in his benefit, he wants sympathy from us. No, no, we're not. We're not doing that. We're not letting you. Were never really in the culture with us, but we're not letting you in now. You and Stacey Dash can stay exactly where the fuck y'all are at. Y'all want to be over there so bad? Stay y'all dumbasses over there. Maybe Tucker Carlson will have you. I'd like to throw in a caveat, though. Okay. Uh, seeing as how ever since Christian Walker started talking this shit, uh, Reverend Warnock has expanded his lead ever so slightly. Um, I am uh, hereby issuing a, a motion for a post-dated shut the fuck up. Post-dated shut the fuck up? Uh, he can shut the fuck up like the day after the election. After he keeps helping? Yeah, let him, let him, yeah, let him keep what he's doing right now. 
to to damage Herschel Walker. But yeah, come November or whatever, he got to November fifth. He got to shut the fuck up. I second that. I right. take it. I, that's a that's a new one. The motion has been passed. Motion motion passes on November fifth, twenty twenty two. Christian Walker, you're hereby ordered to shut the fuck up. Yes, you are. Shut the fuck up. You can keep talking all this shit for a limited, very limited time. <laughs> got like three weeks. I was to say, get it all out while you can. Expose as much about him as you can. If there's any tea available, get it out. We want to hear it. Make him challenge Floyd Mayweather to a reading contest. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't understand the Stacey Dash shit, man. That just came out of such left field for me. How? He loved Stacey I Dash. Did. We all did. We all, we no, all did. No, mine was unhealthy. <laughs> I won't ask, but yeah, mine did not creep into unhealthy territory. Ma'am, blame me on her being light skinned. Her being newly light skinned. Um, D. Randall, did we do a podcast? We've done 200, as a matter of fact. We've now done 200. No, still not there. No, yet, no. Still, My bad. Still not there. Shooting your shot. Finding if we've done a podcast. Man. We did a podcast. Great. Fucked up. <laughs> I was gonna keep it short. Anything we leaving anything we're leaving now that we've we passed two hundred? Anything saying in the past? No. No more mentions of Boosie or Nick Cannon, maybe? Probably not Nick Cannon. Probably Boosie. Um huh? we're gonna leave the delivery man alone. <laughs> Randall, you had a church announcement? Yes, as a matter of fact. Um it's official, October twenty eighth. Radio Galaxy will release its next single for its upcoming project. The single is called Light as a Feather. Song and video will be dropping on October 28th. We're actually shooting the video next weekend. Let's go. And then the album itself will drop early 2023. And it, and it, it, it go hoard. I like it. I like it. I like it. Yes. Um, guys, thank you. For 200 episodes of laughter, of community, of powerful niggotry, of blackness, all of that shit. We appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. We love you to pieces. Um, there's no, there's no amount of gesturing we could possibly do to repay y'all for the love and the support to keep pushing. Um, it has been my honor to do this. It's going to be my honor to continue this. Um, Randall, I want to thank you personally um, for the level of consistency, um, the level of our version of professionalism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I could not imagine going this far with anybody else. Let's go. Um, so from the bottom of my heart, thank you for uh, this. this is, I've learned so much and turned that into so much. This is basically the internship that I avoided all my life. Oh, thank you. It only took me a year to talk you into it. So. It's true. I'm, I'm glad we, I'm glad we made it. Um, and I reciprocate everything that you just said as well. Right on, man. This is, I think this has been, of, of all the podcasts that I've done, this has been the most number of episodes um, that I've completed. And it's, it's, you know, again, 
I know we, we get all nostalgic about it sometimes, but, yeah. you know, with with two solid years in the pandemic era of oh yeah this kind of being the the tether to a lot of things yeah you know i i think that you know it it it's it has served a great purpose and not just for us but for i think for a lot of people and I, i'm not trying to sound self important but it's all good you know in in that time where there was a lot of uncertainty and a lot of that shit continues you need time to laugh you need time to to look at life and talk shit and release and and still have that happy hour, yeah. When it's not necessarily physically possible to right. to do the happy hour, and and although my kidneys are still <laughs> now recovering from some of the shit that Euphonic gave us last time, oh my god, you were correct. Um, you know it's 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 fun, man. This is this is some fly shit, and and to see you know yes we've talked about me you know. Stepping away to do some film stuff, yeah. But I'm also very proud of you for um, stepping out and and passing on what you've learned and 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 having a body of work that um, validates you in in the endeavors that you're about to take on as well and providing the same for others. And I'm excited to see all that come together. I'll take it. I'll take it. Thank you. Um. Y'all know, I don't have to say it. This isn't the end. I know we've said a lot of sentimental shit. Is this we're going on to, we're going, we, you know, we, our opinions while black will continue. We will continue in the spirit of, in which it was, it began. Uh, in Randall's absence, he will return soon enough. Um, in the meantime, I got a cast of characters I want to roll out. Uh-oh. Uh, as guest hosts, including this nut over here. Thank you for being here today, by the way. I just hope we do you justice, man. Like, it, it's always uh, interesting keeping up the energy, you guys. I feel like I'm just I picked to- you niggas for your energy, and I picked <laughs> you niggas. Randall will tell you, his advice was do not get podcasters. Nope. Okay. Do Don't. not get podcasters. Get people that are categorically not podcasters. <laughs> okay. Get real people. Yeah, correct. <laughs> unlike, well, unlike us podcasters. Tell you guys right now, I am sorry in advance. We're gonna have a good fucking this time. Nigga. Yes, <laughs> I, we are. I think I think you'll be fine. And so, high praise. You won't go as overboard as you think you will. It's true. Um. So yeah, we will be back. I'm taking a week off. Um. After that, we'll be back. Um. With more foolishness and fuckery, y'all know how that goes. Um, Patreon, nothing will change. Y'all are still getting the best content. By um, the way, I dropped the 90s R&B playlist in Discord. <laughs> the other day. We, had that, we had that good a fucking time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Discord crew, look out for that. It's like 143 songs and counting. Um, until then, we'll be back with more foolishness and fuckery soon. Um. Y'all have 200 other episodes to listen to. Please consider becoming a patron. Uh, just look up Opinions While Black on Patreon. All the, all the tiers are under $10. Um, until then, this has been episode two motherfucking hundred. Titties. No. Of Opinions While Black, I have been Oz. I'm D. Randall. Hello there. Close enough. <laughs>
And as always, forever imparting titties. There we go. <laughs> we'll work with him. We'll work with him. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs>